Hi everyone, welcome back to Chat Shit, Get Fit, Chatting with PTs. This is a series where we talk to health professionals from a wide spectrum of backgrounds, getting their thoughts on various topics, including their top three gym pet peeves, favourite and least favourite part of being a PT, and of course we pounce on them with our secret questions. Yeah, so the title may give away what one of these secret questions was referring to, but you'll have to find out what that actually is. This week we connect to Irishman Tristan. He comes from a rugby background, and sort of from there he moves into personal training, and then as you're sort of here, he gradually fell into that uh, world of CrossFit. You know, it was really great to chat with him. We had a lot of fun with it, and it was uh, certainly interesting to explore some somewhat controversial topics. Anyway, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, boys. Welcome to the podcast. Good evening, gentlemen. How's it going? How are we all doing on this? Um, I say fine sunny day, but it depends where you are. It's been very sporadic here in the England. What's it been like in uh, Northern Ireland? Just it's been great, actually. Yeah, a little it's bit overcast, yeah? but yeah, we've uh, it's been raining constantly for about a week, so it was just nice to walk around in shorts and t-shirt today. So yeah, I can't mm. complain. Yeah, nice, um, yeah. Not good on my end, mate. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> not even, not even weather related. It's just not been a good day, to be honest with you. I mean, I fucking received some really shitty news today. Like I was talking with the boys at work about dinosaurs and um like one of them revealed to me that apparently he's seen new evidence that suggests that apparently t-rexes might have actually hunted in packs i saw this last week yeah, yeah. which is a fucking terrifying concept but what makes it even worse is that you know unbeknownst to them i've seen evidence that apparently t-rexes might have also been feathered like giant chickens yeah. so now i've is got that, this is that, thought- not you, is that not accepted now though that they were they had feathers well, possibly, but it is a terrifying concept that I've got to now <laughs> have this thought in my head rent-free <laughs> that my ancestors have been chased by these packs of giant chickens. And it's just it's just a fucked up thought. And I'm not going to sleep tonight now. But, you know, we, at the end of the day, we live in a society, don't we? Uh. <laughs> Bill, I'm loving that your night. shirt, by the way. I know. Um, brand, brand new t-shirt. Um. That is Miami Vice. In the dead ground, do these lovely little t-shirts. I thought, I'll say t-shirt, shirt. Um, and I thought I'd have to get one. It was silly not to. I think, uh, Tristan, I think I converted you. We had a little uh, yeah, I mean, off, I will, off yeah. air. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, just like my bank balance doesn't need anything else to come out of it now, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> well, to be fair, with a shirt like that, it does look like you've got a side hustle as like, I don't know, a, a cocaine cowboy or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, stand a up little, a little bit, you can see. You get a bit of... Um, Oh my, my, oh, my tiny bit of chest hair is just sort of yeah, creeping like, through there. I mean, <laughs> if, you, if you turned up at the airport wearing that and you were going on holiday, like, I, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I am Ooh. searching your suitcase. It is getting searched. Sir, yeah. anyone with a collar like that on a shirt like that needs to be searched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> needs to be searched. Oh. A big pair of aviator sunglasses. <laughs> oh, you're rolling in it, mate. <laughs> Mm. I mean, if this was an advert, it'd be a terrible advert. Um, I don't know. Like, I still want to buy one even more now. Like, Are you still... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Still dislike. Um, if, you, if, if you're not already on YouTube, you haven't found us on YouTube yet, this is a reason to find us on YouTube because you get to see fantastic things like this. Um, <laughs> mm. but, th- but this week isn't all about my T-shirt. It's about it's another Chat with PTs episode, which is where we chat with various PTs. Um, we're going across a bit of water this week. We're going to Northern Ireland to speak to uh, to Tristan. Welcome to the podcast officially. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me on. 
Mm. Have you ever have you ever listened to any of our podcasts before? I have, yeah, yeah. So I, I oh, okay. went back uh, over, I can't remember which one it is, people were listening uh, during lockdown and stuff. I was just trying to find new podcasts to listen to because I listen to the same stuff yeah. over and over again. And especially yeah. fitness ones, I found it very hard to, like a lot of fitness podcasts are absolutely terrible. Uh, so oh, well done, are, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. so mm, it's nice to just have stuff people just talk about fitness and it's not, you know, just preaching at you and stuff like that, which is, yeah. it kind of puts me off. But yeah, so, so I have checked it out. So yeah. I was like I said to you before, it was just like coming on, going, don't get cancelled, don't say anything that gets you cancelled. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, so. we're slightly controversial. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh shit, I can't. I'm just back to work. I can't afford to not work now again. So yeah, <laughs> delete all my social media after this and all that kind of stuff. Oh, but no. no. Uh, so yeah, no cheers. Thank you very much for having me. I've been uh, really looking forward to it. Like, so. We'll start with some more controversy, uh, Tristan. Yeah. We're gonna. I'm not sure if you heard to our, with our chat and the PTs, a new series. We normally start with a really good way to find out, you know, get, really get to know the PTs because <laughs> yeah. everyone, everyone wants to know you even better. So we think the best way of doing this is to establish your top three gym pet peeves. And we're going <laughs> to yeah. rank them using our, well, it was a controversial ranker system, but we've now changed it to something okay. still controversial, slightly less controversial. Um, but yeah, we're going to rank these. Tom, do you want to tell us the new ranking system? So... We have the RPE scale, which is the rate of perceived exertion when we're training, but we actually have the RPF scale, which is rate of perceived fuckery. Okay. So a level one is, well, that's quite low on the fuckery scale. Level 10 is, what in the name of fuckery is going on here? <laughs> this is like, holy shit, this is like a serious amount of fuckery. Like a, a level 10 on the RPF scale is like fuckery to failure. <laughs> there is like no it. much there's I no like more it. fuckery left in reserve can I, can I steal this for like my own work <laughs> just like of course you can yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, I get think it's a part of yeah Rich like now. I'm going to be going in tomorrow going right guys I've got some new ideas here just for uh, just how we keep the peace and just everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, so yeah let's go let's go with number one what, what would you what, I do know what like, I've actually been thinking myself like, I was actually Hannah told me my, my third one but uh, like, I don't think it was anything you've probably had the same answer all the time my and everyone knows this is uh, people that just do not put their stuff away. Like it is, and it's at every gym. Oh, yeah. But it, like, and I, I know these are pretty boring. But like, it really, really pisses me off. Yeah, like, I agree. Uh, especially now, and uh, like you're you're sort of or still COVID world, like where you have to you know wipe everything down, put things away, and like I'm looking around, I'll go in, obviously tidy stuff up, and you just have some ball bag that's left, like a uh, you know like plates in the bar, and it's never anybody that's lifting anything heavy. You know, it's mm. like someone leaves, you know, mm. you know, two tens on a on a bench press. You're like, we're an absolute powerhouse. Thanks for that, leaving that for everybody to see. You know, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? I'm like, right. you know, if you left like 200 kilo on it, I'd be like, oh, that's yeah. right, mate. Cheers, you know. But yeah. no, it's, you know, it's 60 kilo barbell. You're like, great, thanks. But just no, establishing uh, yeah, dominance. Up, or just like even just leaving things lying around. Uh, I'm just mm. like, come on. It's just, it's just basic etiquette. Do you know what I mean? It yeah, really, basic genetics, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. And I know that's, that's probably the answer I would imagine you have all the time. So I'm nothing. Over, I'm just thinking in general. Terms. Well, we did. We had it the opposite. So you said about like the 10 kilos and the plates. I think Sarah, who was on a couple of episodes ago, she had the same one, but, but she found the issue was, was when big guys leave 200 plus kilos on the bar and then she's really? then got what? to try and no, strip. I, I and then always... she's then got to try to strip this weight off. Our first hiccup. Shock. Let's just hope that, like Squadcast, it just knows to save it. <laughs> it, it, just, it just sort of fixes itself on this freeze frame. I know. Fuck. The magic of new software. I did, I did warn him off before we started about the. Yeah. This is the first time using it. I mean, oh, it's still fucking, is it still recording. Right, quick, get fucking. I hope not. I'm fucking going full centre of me, boot and fibre. <laughs> I don't think it is. Um, what we said, yeah. So always had a theory that you uh, people sort of never leave like two hundred kilo on the bar or something like that. But um, obviously that, that's been proven wrong. So 
yeah, I, like I like I don't know, like I, I've never always tends to be the people that just I just didn't just see the cowboys. I I always thought it was like people that you know trained a little bit more and kind of understood, yeah. you know. Uh, but then I suppose you just get arseholes no matter what, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah, that like, reminds you know? me of Tristan. I completely forgot about. It. I need to. I forgot to do it last week. The person who that was as well was a police officer, according to our guest. And then we had someone who is a regular listener who is a police officer. Right. And she messaged in saying, "She goes, we're not all cunts, you know." She, <laughs> she's, like, she's like, "Can you?" Can, she goes, can you "Please just clarify." I was like, "So I, I said to her, I'll clarify that we've had a, a police officer message in saying they're not all like that, and that individual was acting as a rogue agent." Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I found that. We're yet to be uh, proved wrong, so. Here yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> the thing is though like I yeah I, ha- I know you said like I oh, was a simple one it's like a basic pet peeve but you know from working I work in a commercial gym at the end of the day and I deal with this shit every fucking I don't want to say day because I don't work there every day but when I am there you know I don't care if it's big weight or little weight yeah it, you just fuck it. It's just common decency to put your shit away or strip down the bar. And not only that, but what might be big for, you know, what might be a lightweight for one person might be a heavy weight for another person, you know. I mean, we in the gym I, I, I work in, you know, we have elderly, we have disabled, we have people that just simply ain't that strong yet, you know. And it's a fucking nightmare. Not only that, but it's always dumbbells. It's always fucking dumbbells. Yeah. And let's be honest with you, when you're using dumbbells, you want to use them most times as a pair. But you always get that one fucking lizard that takes the <laughs> one 10 kilo dumbbell and fucks off with it three miles down the other side of the gym. Yeah, yeah, and then you've got to go on a fucking that. adventure like Dildo Baggins or whatever his name is, that film that you <laughs> like, Bill. You know? Um, and uh, <laughs> you've got to go on an adventure to find this rogue dumbbell that's gone lost. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but like, the problem with that is, well, like, you... Even with dumbbells, so like we would have, our, like an, our gym is like it's 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 a gym. it's not a commercial gym, but it's like an independent gym. But it's still, you know, it's everyone comes and uses it. But it's uh, you know we've all all the dumbbells, but and you're right, you'll find you know like you're looking for say a set of tens, and then all of a sudden you go in to get the ten. There's one isn't there because if somebody set it around somewhere else, I'm like, mm. how can you not just put those back where you last mm. where you last saw them? And it's like. I was saying to somebody the other day, it's like, do you remember that game you got when you were a kid where you had to match all the shapes and sizes and put it in the, you know, like put the, the square in the, in the yeah. square hole? I'm like, did these kids, did these guys not get this? Did they not play that <laughs> yeah. game? Like, you've just yeah. told people that you can't match shapes. Like, do you know what I mean? And that's what you've done. <laughs> it, it's, it is, it is so infuriating. But yeah, and it, like you think you say, like, like for me as, as somebody who's like in, and yourself, like if you're in the gym all, all the time, you just see, and it's just, it's more monotonous than anything else because you're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. You tidy it, it's messy, and that, that's part of the job. But it's it's really unfair to other people. Like you say, if somebody comes in, you know, and say they need to use the squat rack, but there's like we would have even tonight, um, somebody had left like a twenty and it was just the barbell just on on, on the rack. Uh so I had to help a girl take it off because she needed to use a small like she's only new, so these like a, the training bar and you know, it, it, it's things like that. If you if somebody like us isn't around to help people, you know. So yeah, it's just having a bit of, bit of it's just manners, like, you know, it's you know, but yeah. I mean would you would you walk into someone's like into their house, pick up like I don't know some of their cups and just go put them in the garden? I mean, how would yeah. they like that if you went into their house and start moving stuff around? It depends just, who it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of it, yeah, absolutely, yeah, I've done yeah. worse. Um, it matters, isn't it? Face, basically, but matters, yeah, matters, yeah, it is. It's yeah. like you know, and it's even um, you know, like even the, the gym I, I was in before was was my my rugby club gym, and you know, it was just pretty much we all had a key to get in. It was a very private gym. Um, but you'd walk back in, you know, I would clean it and stuff like that. I'd walk back in and somebody had left weights in the bar. I'm like, you know, there's nobody here to do this for you. Just, just take your weights off. Like, you know, it's, it's, 
yeah but like in terms of like even dumbbells as well people are leaving dumbbells just lying on the floor and stuff like someone's going to trip over that like you know what I mean yeah so yeah that, what, that, what that's we, the um, big one what do you think Tom what, what, what we said on the RPF <laughs> I said a fucking big mouthful was... foot and fibre camera <laughs> um, great timing <laughs> for me for me that's got to be an RPF of eight which is quite yeah, high yeah. which is quite high I was high. thinking eight yeah but yeah, to me, that's that's an A, because it's just so... One, it's fucking so much aggro for other members, but also it's just a complete lack of common courtesy. And also, third point to this, it's that old one, isn't it? Like, can society kind of just like uh, govern itself without a governing body? It's like the the, the, the the supermarket trolley trick, isn't it? Like, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. cost you anything to take the trolley back. You know, no one's enforcing you to, but do you do it for the good of... Society, but you know, because we live in a society, Bill, we don't. Fuck's sake. We need to get that on a t shirt, don't we? Yeah. Um, are we all in agreement at eight then? Number eight? Yeah, yeah, that's what, I, I'm, I think eight. Okay I, think, I think yeah. so, fair. I think so. What, what's, your, you got, what's your next one then, Tristan? Uh, it's, it's kind of, I want to say, it's maybe not just as bad, but it's one of the ones I'm noticing at the minute. Uh, it's obviously, again, COVID world, we're, we're trying to limit the amount of equipment to people. This is just one I've had for years, and it was, again, it came from my, my rubber club gym. And it's just people coming in and just saying, do you know what? I need to use every fucking bit of equipment possible right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, I need to use uh, three barbells and I need two dumbbells and all that. And I'm like, what the fuck do you need that for? Like, do you know what I mean? Um, we used to get it in our, like our rugby club gym is quite small. And you would get the boys coming in because they just wanted the ego lift. They didn't actually want to do anything that, that was useful. So mm. they were having like the prone row. This was like everyone did it. So like you know, the, the prone row, we just pull it up. So instead of doing like a bent over row, they had the light on there because you know yeah. that that's apparently functional. Uh, it's always my biggest, biggest <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah. that's what you do in a rugby pitch. You lie flat down and you pull 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 the barbell up. But <laughs> do that, then they would go across the the other side of the gym and they would set up you know the squat rack. Not for not for squats, but it'll be for bench press. And uh, you know, they go that, and then they would go into the next the next part, and there would be another bench set up for you know some like or some something else. I'd be like, what the fuck do you need three stations for? And they'd be like, maybe I'm sitting yeah. with like one client in the corner, just trying to you know you know make it work. Um, but yeah, and then even after that, it's you know if after COVID, it's just like obviously or not after it's in germ but it, it's, it's still the same thing we're trying to help it's people. manners isn't it again yeah again it's just manners just like use less equipment you know you do not need if I was taking a class for example and you have like somebody with five fucking sets of dumbbells on them like there is literally nothing else left for anybody else yeah to nothing else team. left yeah so it's probably not as bad but it's again it's just manners just like it's still it's just manners you know, yeah yeah, same as, you know, if you're using, same in any class, or you get a CrossFit class as well, and some dickhead over here has fucking all the five kilo plates in the bar, as opposed to, you know, yeah. 20, you know, you know, it's, it's shit like yeah. that, like, you know, uh, it's not <laughs> as bad, but it's the thing at the minute, I'm finding at the minute, I'm just like, use less equipment, you don't need to use that yeah. much equipment all the time. If you want to do that, do it in your own gym, get your own, buy your own kit and then do it at home. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you want yeah. to do that, yeah, crack yeah. on, but yeah, commercial gym. And... <laughs> yeah, just, just, just put it in your living room, like, it's, it's fine. <laughs> that's, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it seems like that, it's not as bad as not putting it away, um, but yeah, it, at the minute, just it's, it's just being aware of stuff, you know, just being aware of people um, around mm. you. So it's not as bad, I don't think. But yeah, when you're walking around the gym looking for something and you can't find it and you look over and, you know, fucking numb nuts over here has, you know, yeah. three barbells. You're like, oh, cool, thanks. Excellent. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying six on this one, I think. Yeah, I think I it's six. Bad. Like, uh, is this is more like yeah. a, a professional thing or, or my job. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like... Just, but, just yeah. a manner thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's not as bad, but yeah, um, these are all quite general, guys. They're quite boring, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to think in general. I'm trying to not just like give like specific examples. I'm just thinking of like what happens overall, you know, and yeah. what people do. So yeah. But these oh, are like oh, the oh, tried and it. tested pet peeves, you know. The tried these and are the, tested pet peeves. These, yeah. these are the ones that 
everyone can relate to at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. If someone yeah. gives if someone says a pet peeve to me that I've never really heard of before, I'm gonna be like, Oh Jesus, you know. But these ones are the bread and butter like these it's common because it's annoying as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of, you know, like I have seen people do things that are that are really annoying, but I'm like, you know, that's not gonna be over like yeah, that's just that's just you know, something I've ever seen. You might not have seen that, um or probably haven't. Um but yeah, uh, so I would agree that's a six, but it's just it's just what I'm dealing with at the minute. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm happy off of that. Yeah, sweet. And your final one, this is the one you said Hannah recommended. Hannah, yeah, we said this morning, going, what are my three gym pet peeves? And she's like, are you fucking serious? You never shut the fuck up about it. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, all right. Uh, and she was like, yeah, if anyone dares speak to you when you're working out, you're the most miserable prick in the world. And I was like, Am I that bad? She's like, if I even try to talk to you, and she's like, give me shit. So more, and I, I think about it like, yeah, if, if you're in the middle of a workout and somebody decides they want to interrupt you and talk, I think it's really, it's really, really yeah. rude. Uh, and it, it's, you know, it, it kind of plays into the other thing as well of, you know, like if I see somebody in the gym, I'll not speak to them if they're kind of just going about their own their own thing, you know. Uh, and it's, you know, I know like, I've, I've friends like, like, uh, girls and stuff are just like, yo, I just want to go in the gym, work out, and I just get these fucking leeches coming over and just chatting to me. For me, it's more just like, I maybe have like an hour and a half in between clients and I'm just like, I'm mm. my shit done. Yeah. Uh, yeah but okay. it plays in that bigger thing. It's just manners again as well. But yeah, like if, if I'm in the middle of trying to do, you know, like a session and someone's just fucking standing there talking to me, I'm like, this is not helping me at all. Like, um, yeah, I've kind of at times just been very blunt and rude with people. Like, uh, but it was. Sometimes it was you more, have to be though. Yeah, it was more, and this is, again, this is just like COVID related, but it was like last year we lived in a different house and I was like training out in the front yard and we had this tiny little front yard. So we just have these people going past trying to talk to me and I'm like mid-water and I'm just like, I can't, <laughs> yeah, like, I I'm can't like, breathe, yeah, stop uh, yeah. talking to me. <laughs> there was like, there was some moment once I like, I just finished and it was like the middle of summer, so it was really, really warm. Again, like she wanted to know, but I was like literally dying on the ground and it was in the middle of summer. I could just fall off the assault bike at the front of the, front of the house. Obviously, people are looking, who's this weirdo at the front? Because we had no space on our back, so I had to do it at the yeah. front. And uh, I'm there going, like, you know, like doubled over the fence or whatever. And uh, she just walks past, like, sorry, sorry, excuse me, excuse me. And I was like, yeah. She was like, could you, could you give me some advice on how to get rid of, you know, these, these, oh, yeah. I am doubled over, right? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. She's like, oh, but I just want a wee bit of advice. And I literally just went, oh, Jesus. I was like, just fuck off. I just like crawled into the house. I just I was like, <laughs> crawled into that. You know, but yeah, like that was just like, that's obviously yeah. a really extreme, like that's only going to happen thing. But yeah, it's, I've had people come up to me just, you know, if, if we I, work, I completely get you. I've had it before at work where um, I had a, one of my bosses came up to me and this was, it was awkward, oh, one of the bosses. You can't was, say your boss to fuck off. <laughs> I was like, I was doing, um, I think it was 21.2 you know, across the open with the dumbbell, dumbbell snatches and I, I was trying to do the dumbbell snatch, trying to control my breathing because I couldn't breathe yeah. anyway. And yeah. then someone comes over and starts talking to me about have you um, have you seen this email? And I was thinking, yeah, do I look like? I was like, do you look like I've seen this fucking email? I was like, I kind of, I was just like, yeah, I'm dealing with it. I'll deal with it later. I'm just doing the dumbbell snatch. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it in a minute. I was thinking, I, was like, I can't just turn around and go just fuck off, can I? Because it's like the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think you should be able to. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And obviously, but in that moment, like you're obviously a little bit, especially if you're doing something like twenty one point two, you're like, like mm. that's all you care about. You're like, there's, <laughs> it's absolute hell. <laughs> And like somebody, yeah. what what goes through their mind to think, oh, here, do you know what would be a really good time now to go and speak to this person when they're in the middle of fucking fifty dumbbell snatches and you know like fifteen, you know, like at what point did he think he was going to like, yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So, it, you know, yeah. um, I mean, just just on that case alone, it's ten. 
<laughs> it's, it's that thing as well. Like, I remember hearing about, I, I can't remember where I came across it, and it was like someone talking about Matt Fraser, and they were just like, yeah, like I heard a story about him basically just like shouting at someone for trying to take a picture from the gym. And I'm like, yeah, of course. He's just trying to do his fucking job, and someone's just coming up, and you know. Um, so yeah, uh, which is kind of, it is, yeah. If it's somebody coming up and they, like that needs a bit of help, I'm like, yeah, okay, obviously. But um, yeah, if somebody is just literally like you're in the middle of a ward and you're like, oh, excuse yeah. me, have you seen this email? Like, no, no, because I'm in the middle of doing yeah. dumbbell snatches, you prick. Yeah, um, it's just, yeah. yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? Or like it's happened before, you're in the middle of say using uh, like again middle of a wall, so you say you get off the roll machine for example, and you go to grab a barbell, and like some dickhead decides to come over and grab your roll machine. You're like, are you oh. actually taking a piss here, like? You know, so yeah. Vultures, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're the gym. They're a gym. That's another pet peeve in itself, isn't it? Gym vultures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You t- uh, turn your back for one second, they're on your barbell yeah, doing things. Yeah, like, yeah. You're like, what, 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 yeah, <laughs> completely, like completely. Would you uh, jump in me grave as quick. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Yeah, and it's they're a ten like, as well. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the social side of it is 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 a, is a lower on the scale, probably about five, because they're just trying to be nice. They're just trying to have a chat, but for yeah. me, in fury, I just know. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. Because if you if you react and you're just like, what the fuck, you're like, you know, you then you look like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, like, you look. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone that listens to this, you're like, that guy's a dick because um, he doesn't like people talking to him. I'm like, no, I like I the gym, the social side of the gym is brilliant. But when you are just in and you have a specific goal, in the zone. Like, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah journal. I can't believe someone came and talked to you during. Tw- <laughs> that's just wrong for throwing a dumbbell at someone's face like it, yeah. like it really is like, like it, you know i was but, yeah it was it was it was just i didn't even know what to say at that point i was just so surprised it, it was happening oh, yeah. i was just trying to like how far were you yeah. into it stage? i was i was over halfway so i was i was oh, breathless at this that. point yeah fuck yeah that. i was over halfway <laughs> i was in a bad way um, yeah because you know like that is just once you hit like once you get past that round of 30 you're just like you anything just you know you just have to just like go and that's yeah. it and uh, yeah look i yeah i would have thrown a dumbbell at somebody if that happened like to be honest <laughs> don't, don't care if it's my boss i would i would throw it at my own at my own family if, if they did that like, yeah. You know, it was, yeah i mean for uh, me that has to be quite high up on the rpf scale that has to that has to be an eight but the thing is like it's a really difficult one because it's just, you know as you said you don't want to sound like a cock you know what i mean you don't want to seem like a bastard <laughs> yeah. but yeah like, i don't mind if i'm just literally sitting you know and i'm doing a wee bit of bench press up like that that's fine and like someone just comes up like oh well how's things I'm like yeah of course if you're in the middle of a ward, just do not even yeah. do it. Like, yeah. you know, and it, but even yeah. then, even then, it's a bit of a slippery slope because, like, all you do, you know, all it takes is that one time to entertain them and they, <laughs> whenever they see you, they think, here we go, here's my five-minute chat. Yeah. So it's, you know, yeah. you, you offer them a slice and they fuck off with the whole cake instead. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, like you, you think, I'll, I'll be polite and just chat to them and just go, yep, yep, yep. And you do the crazy, you know, those, those typical buzzwords, you do like, well, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. No way, man. No way. No, no way, way. No really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You've, you fucking switched off five minutes ago. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> sort of doing a thing. Do you know where you just like slowly, I don't know if I'm I just slowly start edging away. You know, I'm just kind of yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. mental. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm, I purposely did a body language film where you turn your side to them. <laughs> so just, like, mean, just face away just give it one of those yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh just uh, in, in this climate you just start coughing and spluttering but I mean um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is a slippery slope you, you entertain them just for that once you have to like realistically you have to kind of not be a dick but you've got to nip it in the bud and go anyway look it's my set I'm going to continue now yeah, but I mean yeah, this yeah. is where headphones come in handy you know mm. just but, wear headphones uh, but- 
but not everyone takes the hint. That's still not enough for people. No. It's still not Mm. enough. Um, I mean, I don't even listen to music sometimes, but I wear headphones anyway. Yeah, same, same. There's there's times I'm walking down the street, I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Go put me headphones. Cats out the bag now. I've got to be, <laughs> but I've got to be quiet because my missus is really bad for this. But I'll have my headphones in, and that's a sign to just kind of like, oh, I'm working, you know. Mm-hmm. But she'll still try talking to me, so I'll go, "What's that, love? Okay, yeah, 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 cool. That's crazy." <laughs> in it goes, uh, <laughs> right? What? What? What now? <laughs> okay, and I'll, I'll do the as she's talking. I'll say to the, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm but saying it, nothing. Like, uh, like Hannah's probably going. Uh, Hannah will listen to this, uh, so I'm saying nothing. I'm like, yeah, that she knows that, that that's going to be an argument. So, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. We'll, we'll yeah. I need that film, Justin. Get that <laughs> film. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that, that was what started the the, the conversation with this morning, and she was just like, "Are you serious? When I even talk to you, and you've got your headphones in, you go fucking nuts." And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so she listens. This like I fucking told you. Yeah. So yeah, it's know. just a secret. <laughs> <laughs> That's now out of the bag. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, on to um on to a, I say some more serious note. We've kind of uh, mentioned it a few times, like CrossFit and stuff, and obviously you can you're aware of sort of um, there's a couple of uh, maybe giveaways from Tristan there. But what we're going to get into is now how you got into the the fitness industry. Um, I, I want to start with the rugby stuff because I noticed that you you're into your rugby. Was that was that the thing you did first before you got into PT? Uh, yeah, just I started just started playing rugby. I was actually quite late when I started playing. Um, like my school didn't play rugby or anything, but I I loved rugby as a kid. Um, I just started watching it when it, like the '95 World Cup, and uh, I can remember watching. You know, like most people, like watched Jonah Lumi and just went, "Oh my god, what is that? That's amazing!" Uh, I just started like watching it then, but then just didn't really start playing properly till I was about what is 2009. I was like 22, 23, um, okay. and moved over towards this this side of Belfast, uh, and just messaged a rugby club and, and went. And I've been at the same one since, but like. You know, uh, just loved it. Like, uh, just started playing. It was one of those I wish I'd, st- I'd played when I was younger. Um, not that I was ever any good, but it was uh, just I just love that. I've never seen a sport that has that kind of um, sort of social side of it. You know, <laughs> whether, yeah. whether that's good. Oh, rugby is notorious, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Notorious for uh, yeah. Um, I mean, not in a good, side, in a good way. You know, I've had some yeah. some nights that'll never be spoken about. Yeah. <laughs> I never yeah. see that like day, but yeah, yeah. Like for for me, it um, yeah, it gave me that kind of like at that time I was sort of like I was quite young um, and something like, gave me a real social sort of side. I was I was uh, quite new this um, over this side of town, so yeah, just just started playing and I was a you know, weekend warrior. You know, played for our fours and mm. we we ended up punching quite 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 high. And it did very well, but you know, still working nine to five. So you were you know working nine to five and yeah. just living living to play rugby. You know, train on a Thursday night, play rugby with your mates on a Saturday, and then just go out on the tear on a, on a Saturday night. And yeah. then, limping to work on a Monday morning whilst people are looking at you going what, why, why's that guy keep coming in what have you been up to yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like oh, just playing match or were you just playing a match yeah. no but yeah so I literally played that then most through most of my 20s and um, sort of segued into like obviously fitness was a big part of that as well um, but but did, I, sorry I, did you I, do fitness were you into your fitness before rugby or was it rugby that kind of got you into wanting to be fit or Always just sort of lifted weights and sort of ran, kept quite fit. Um, and then that was sort of, again, what brought me in, in the rugby. It was just like, I, I kind of felt that I wasn't anywhere near as fit as I wanted to be. And I thought, like, I'm 22, or 22, 22 I was. Uh, I was like, I just want to start playing sport. It just kind of was like, look, I've never redone really it. Um, my school never got to it. I was like, I might as well do it now. So, 
Yeah, um, did that, and uh, like I didn't become a PT until I was nearly thirty, um, which makes me feel really old. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I worked, uh, like I worked for about five years. So I literally just worked uh, office jobs, like civil service stuff like that, um, and sort of went towards being a PT. I was always sort of planned to do it, and uh, I got, I was working. Got for a job with um, Ulster Rugby, which is I'm pointing there, like the stadiums that you right behind the house. Uh, you guys don't actually know what that is, like do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but yeah, got for a job there. I, I worked sort of civil service jobs and things like that. And at that stage, you couldn't get a permanent job anywhere. Like there, there was so many. It was just after a session and stuff like that. And our civil service, I'm sure you're probably the same. It was just on cutbacks and stuff. So it was always sort of temporary work that was kind of ongoing. Uh, and then I got for a, a job with Ulster Rugby, and it was like it was just kind of admin work, but it was like a dream job at that time. I was literally, mm-hmm. you know, walking around and dealing with the stuff that I, at the other end of what I played with. Um, but that was uh, a year contract. I was about to go permanent, and I was covering a girl in career break, and she came back at the last minute, and I was like, shit. So uh, ended up just going and getting my getting finishing my qualifications, so I had to become a personal trainer, and then kind of messed about after that. Took another job, which I hated. Uh, long story short and literally walked in on the first day and was like fuck this I hate this place and uh, it was like really like secure job good money and it was the most it was the worst place I've ever worked and uh, they just quit about six months later and, and started PTing so and since then I've just been like COVID aside it, it's gone okay like you know so yeah, yeah. Did you start in a commercial gym then, like the normal pathway? Was it just like a... No, like I was I was pretty lucky in that I, I, uh, we had a, a gym, or we have a gym in, in my rugby club. So um, the guy that kind of ran that, it was kind of ran as a, as a business on the side of the club. Yeah. And the guy that ran that, I used to work with him in, in, in Ulster Rugby. So he'd said to me when I left, he was just like, look, he knew I got my qualifications. And he just said, look, if you ever want to like work in the gym, just give me a shout and you can, you can go there. So I... At that time, obviously, like your, your pure gyms and stuff, where you can get a job in there straight away. And I nearly did. And I'm glad in hindsight that I didn't because, yeah. you know, um, it, it was able to just go into, uh, into, into Malone. And it was, it was just a, mem- a, a gym for the members. So there was no footfall or anything like that. But I was able to just sort of have free reign and kind of learn myself on how to do things. And, you know, it was, and sort of like get my own clients through just online. It's why, like, I'm pretty relentless when I post online. <laughs> you know, it was like, I don't see people face to face a lot, uh, so I had to just basically try and get clients through through online stuff. So I was able to sort of find my own way and sort of learn stuff, and then gradually sort of fell into like I was always into strength and lifting weights, and you know came used to train in, like a really old school bodybuilding gym. Yeah, but um, then just sort of kind of fell into CrossFit, and at that stage CrossFit was just starting to get big. Uh, but it was still it was still a bad word in the, in the industry, you know. Um, oh, I think it still is for some people. Oh, 100%, yeah. But um, I, I think, to be honest, I fell across it when I was, um, I used to sit at home and I was still trying to just learn how to do my job. And I was very aware that I wasn't, as knew it wasn't really anywhere near where I wanted to be. So when I, when I had like time off, I would just sit in front of like YouTube and I would just type things in. I would try and get better at programming and stuff like that. So uh, I ended up just basically then stumbled across the you know the CrossFit documentaries and was just like I'd heard about it and I'd always heard it was shit and I just watched them and like here hang on this is awesome they they make it look so good though don't they they're so good them documentaries oh I love them like I, I unbelievable like we we watch them all the time and it's just you know I'll put it on in the background I've seen them all loads but yeah I stumbled across that I was like here this is pretty cool and just kind of then gradually started filtering into my training. Uh, and, and that was where that went but you know it was still yeah, like a PT coaching clients how to get strong and stuff as well but it all kind of filtered in and that's that's you know, five six years ago so yeah it all it kind of just fell into place almost so if that makes sense so you know I think once people try it if once they get remove the stigma and the tunnel vision of their <sighs> perception of CrossFit they try yeah, it people normally yeah. do fall in love with it because of how it is. I think it's quite exciting the community aspect um, the variation um, it, the competitive yeah. side of it as well that's the thing yeah um, 
well that was it and like 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 for me it was like I was just doing it in this gym and I sort of got into it I was going through a bit, a bit of a shitty time and it was a bit of a distraction as well so I was kind of bored just doing the same well you know like your five sets of five and stuff like that. and I'd done that for years and you know and it was which is great and I was I was strong um, and it gave me that really good base but I kind of just wanted to learn new stuff and started just mm-hmm. yeah uh, noticed that my fitness wasn't where I wanted it to be. Um, we basically we got into like a cup final uh, in like the May, and we got absolutely slaughtered. I just remember yeah. that game going like I was big and strong, and I just felt so unfit. So I kind of just started working towards fitness then, and then that just around the same time when I started figuring out what CrossFit was. But we just doing it by myself um, and followed uh, you know, Invictus. Yeah, uh, yeah, started doing their online uh, online stuff, and um, they just post the workouts every day and. Started doing that gradually and gradually a bit more. And then it hit a stage where I did the open then by myself. And I was just like, look, I just want to get better at this. So, so I joined the box. So it was kind of just kind of dipped my toe in every so often. And just mm. gradually, you know, my toe became my foot. And, you know, everything eventually it was just a full <laughs> scale. Just dive in. Wanker, yeah. Headbands, <laughs> pop the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, well, we get to the top. This is fucking great. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> yeah. So it just sort of like for me, it gradually happened. But yeah, I can see as well where if somebody who's new at it, it can be quite uh, intimidating. But also you just get sucked into it straight away. Yeah, yeah, it does yeah, have yeah. that community aspect of it. So, like, yeah, it, it is still a bad word in the industry. Um, and even now, what I, what I tell people, like, I kind of go, they're like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, yeah, I do like <clears throat> CrossFit too. You know, they kind of cough a bit. And I'm like, you know, but it's, I think they've done really well in terms of they've, they've changed their image quite a lot um, over the past load of years and like really kind of worked hard to, to, to put right a lot of the criticisms that, that were leveled at them. Yeah. You know, but I think, yeah, I think so. the main issue was the, um, the, I think the issue in the early days was because they were trying to establish themselves so quickly. The sport was obviously the most, the thing at the forefront. And the issue yeah. with having the sport at the forefront is people who see the sport assume that that's just CrossFit, that's just a sport. Yeah, then, and that's, that's what that's I did not, as well. That's not, you know? It's not the case, yeah. is it? I mean, you've got, if you watch football, for example, and you watch yeah. the World Cup, Sunday yeah. League is not like the World Cup. If you go play Sunday <laughs> League, you're not going to suddenly, it's not going to be that ruthless. It's not going to be yeah. that demanding. Well, I've, I've played but. with a few boys, I think it is, but it's. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know well, what I mean? Just, so. That's what I said to people yeah. as well. It was like, you know, you the games, is, is, is it is the sport. Yeah, and it is levels. fascinating. Yeah. And it's why it's got so big, because it, it is fascinating. Um, and I love yeah. watching it. But, and they're, you know, they're fantastic athletes. But in terms of just, a, there's a difference between the sport and a difference between the training methodology. And like that is, and it's the yeah. same with anything, you know. Like, uh, like I always tell people, you know, when we were playing rugby or when I was coaching rugby, it was, you know, we're not going out to play a match, you know, uh, every single time we meet up, we are doing drills, we're trying to get better, you know, we're taking things from the games and we're maybe, like, you know, doing it under control and stuff like that. So that, that's, you know, that's what people need to understand. And it's, you know, that one weekend of the year isn't exactly what CrossFit is. And, you know, the 50 year old woman coming in, uh, isn't going to be doing, you know, 21, 15, nine and muscle ups and snatches for time. Yeah. You know, you're, you know, uh, if she can, that's fucking awesome. But, uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's, um, yeah, it's trying to get that in the people's heads. And it's, but even like I misunderstood that at the start as well. Like I thought it was just, oh, you just come in and you do, you know, a couple of Metcons and, and you get, uh, then you get better. And it's it, not that just, oh, here is the wad you got to do this. There is some form of progression to it at the end of the day, you know, and there's progressions and there's regressions as well, you know. It's, but I think a lot of people just see it as this is the print off, this is the wad, do it or don't, you know. <laughs> it's no, no, there's like progression, there's a regression. No, that's it. It's sort of like at the minute we've, like in the, the gym we're working on now, um, we're, we sort of like revamped all the, all the programming at the minute. Um, 
and we're, we're kind of going, I mean, obviously, because we're not an affiliate, so you can't use the term for legal yeah, reasons, but you know, we're yeah. going towards more, like what we call functional training, you know, uh, and it's because I was just like, I want people to move better, I want people to come in and actually get challenged through workouts as opposed to like what we maybe would have before where you put a class on and it was thrown together 30 seconds before and that always pissed me off, you know, and that was, that was just, that was just shit PT in, to be honest. Um, but yeah, so, but like I sort of said to people now and you can see them coming in looking at the whiteboard and they're like, oh, I can't do any of that. And I'm like, well, you we'll always program for the fittest person in the class but that doesn't mean you know if somebody can come in here and they can bang out say 10 pull-ups that doesn't mean that you you can do ring rows and you're still getting the exact same workout out of it and you've got the same stimulus so it's trying to get people to understand that and once they do they're like oh cool and then they can see a progression to get there um you know and that's that's for me that's the big thing that's what draws people in isn't it that that seeing their progression over time they get people get excited when they when they progress don't they and there's so much up there's so many opportunities to progress in different elements across it i think that's what excites people definitely yeah and it's it's kind of the thing and i know um like crossfit gets sort of a lot of shit about you know oh you're just doing like all these really complicated movements uh at uh you know high intensity like if it's coached right you're not you know you're doing it you're doing it very safely but you know what i like about it is it for me, like the fitness industry tends to focus a lot on, you know, it's just hit training. Uh, like, uh, for me, like, I'm like, you're not, nobody's learning anything from that. You're just, you know, anybody can program a workout that gets you, gets your heart rate yeah. absolutely it's sky e- high. Easiest thing in the world to do, isn't it? 100%. Like, yeah. I could just try and the people, if they came into the class, uh, you know, um, I would just be like, okay, do 100 burpees. You know, your heart rate's going to be yeah. sky high. You're not going to learn anything, but, you know, you could do that every day. It doesn't matter how fit you are. You do 100 burpees, your heart rate's going to be fucked. Like, so, you know, it's trying to get people out of that mindset. It's like, you know, you don't always have to be doing hit training. Um, whilst it is beneficial, you know, it's, you still want to be doing something that actually you may be learning from. And it gives you a clear progression so yeah like it, that's a challenge in itself like um but yeah that's you know like for me that that's a more thing like i'm, I'm trying to get across is, is you know the benefits of doing that that type of training but we should still be doing all the basics at the same time so yeah yeah i think that's another thing where people get get wrong is that they just assume crossfit is just a jack of all trades a bunch of like overcomplicated exercises it's not you've still got to do the foundations yeah. you've still got to learn a squat pattern yeah. a hinge pattern an overhead pattern blah 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 you know a press pattern push but I mean there is still a foundation but with yeah. things like the CrossFit games etc you are showing the highlight reel of the more sexy things yeah. you know etc but this is where people go wrong and straight away they think that it's all muscle ups and you know mm-hmm. Olympic movements it's, it's not yeah. there are still well, that's the, foundations that's, that's the big one that gets leveled um, is, is all you guys do is Olympic lifts at like uh, you know high intensity during walls I'm like you know, like when I'm in a box, I maybe I'll maybe do like one Olympic lift workout a week that that has in, yeah. a, in a wad. Do you know what I mean? It's like the rest of them are all you know. It's it's quite. Now, I know not all boxes are the same, but like it's I've never you know done these like ridiculously like complicated movements you know, two or three times a week in a wad or in wads. It's that's just not the way it works, you know. So that's a misunderstanding on people's part. It's maybe yeah. just you know. um but yeah, it's um, you're right. Like, it, it, and it is. It's quite kind of frustrating. Like that, you kind of still you have the same arguments with people over and over and over again. But um, yeah. the other thing, and it, it's you know, even I've been criticised. Like I've been, and obviously, um, like you said, Bill, it's it's nice to just learn all these different mm. different movements. Mm. And like I've had things criticised or criticised whatever maybe like, oh, like you know, you just like learn, or you just like always doing different stuff, trying to like master all these things. I'm like, mm. well, yeah, that's how this works. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, that's why, why it's why, crossfit. Why, 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 the, yeah. why, why, why the fuck would I do the same thing over and over mm. and over and over again in the gym? I was like, you know, I'm 35. Like, you know, I literally spent most of my twenties just doing bench press, shoulder press, no squats, no deadlifts. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and it's you know, uh, like, of course, I want to learn as many new things as possible, and I, I, I might not master them, but that's it's okay because. 
what I find as well is the more things that I actually learn, the carryover that has in, in the other aspects as well, yeah. you know. So, yeah. um, you know, if I get better at, you know, if, if I'm squatting more, you know, my, at the minute, like I'm squatting loads, I'm starting to see a real carryover in the Olympic lifts. Um, I was doing a lot of like longer distance cardio that actually made my shorter cardio better because I was just a bit more of an engine. So it's, even though I was doing things like kettlebells, um, that's made my grip better uh, and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know, there is a carryover here. Like, yeah. things, are, things aren't just in their own little box. Yeah. And you have to stick in that box, and I think that's where people get where, where people tend to do that a lot. You know, if, you know, you get people, and it's you know, people that come in and they do powerlifting, and that's that's awesome. Um, you know, like I just look at them and go, "How the fuck do you lift that weight?" Um, but you know, it's that's that's all that's sometimes all that people will do. You know, it's the same as people that come in and they just go. Yeah, people come in, and they just do bodybuilding, and I'm like, okay, that's that's great, but you know you can do other things too you know and it's the same with like people just maybe swing kettlebells or do kettlebells I'm like you can also do other stuff other stuff too um, you know everyone just puts themselves in this little box and like you can just if you go outside that box it's actually going to make the things that you enjoy doing probably a lot better and a bit more enjoyable so yeah which is what I, what I like about CrossFit so yeah I get you uh, but you so um, I've been looking so in my experience in my sort of little bubble so to speak I've noticed a lot of people are into rugby they've kind of fallen into this CrossFit world more now because I know strength and conditioning is obviously a big part of rugby training um, yes. but I feel like because CrossFit at, at its core at a base level is quite strength and conditioning based anyway Yeah. Um, and then when you obviously go up to the more sport level then you start getting a bit more technical yeah. on that. but I feel is that what you say that's why rugby players seem to be sort of full I don't know how it is on your side especially you're more involved in rugby than I am it is but, yeah like I've noticed the mass and for me as well it was I actually had this conversation last week with the um, girl um Steffi I train with and we, we were chatting about it and we were talking about like rugby and cross like the the, the skills needed for rugby and the skills needed for CrossFit are, are actually quite close to each other and um, I know fine rightly that if an SNC coach listens to this they'll tell me that's not true but I think they're complete snobs to be perfectly honest and that's you <laughs> yeah. know um, protective I, of their modality aren't they <laughs> oh, 100% yeah 100% but um, you know the amount of S&C coaches I've seen that can't actually do fucking basic movements is an absolute disgrace but that's a different that's a different conversation Um but yeah, I think like like for me, I've noticed like the real similarities between them. Now I know CrossFit is it, we kind of get we just move through one plane of motion quite a lot, and um, so that is where that falls down. It doesn't really translate across the rugby that well. But in terms of like its explosiveness, you are using things like agility. Uh, you know, you have to work on things like that. It, it transits across what you need: strength, you need power. For me, heart rate. <laughs> yeah, like for for me, it's uh, for me it's the closest thing you can get to it. Now I'd say for people during the off season. And it depends what level that you play at as well. Like, you know, if you're a professional rugby player, you should probably shouldn't be going and doing wads every every day. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I know that quite a few of them, uh, there's one actually used to come into our, our, our box during, during the off-season. Um, he played for us, I'm not naming any names, um, in case he gets in trouble for it. But um, yeah, like they would come in, it's just good for them. To, to, like, for me, the, they are quite similar in terms of the skills that are, mm. that are needed for them. But I have definitely noticed, hello, Oscar, um, apologies if he barks. Uh, I've definitely noticed like more and more people get into it, but that's not just through rugby. I've seen like Gaelic footballers and stuff. And, uh, I know it's not massive over over in England, but yeah, they, they would do it. And it's, I think we're starting to notice, you see now that like S and C is for me. For me, S and C was always this really big complicated thing, and you know a lot of coaches like overcomplicate. I like, somebody's going to disagree with me here, but things like CrossFit actually made that stuff that you know the explosive stuff that you need for sport a lot more accessible. Um, and yeah, yeah and, uh, and obviously you still have to work on things but you know if we can have like from my point of view I would prefer as a coach somebody who's going and we did have quite a lot of our girls when, when I was coaching went to CrossFit and they were the ones that were out in the pitch and absolutely miles ahead of anybody else you know um, in terms of their fitness 
uh, in mm. terms of their their recovery, in terms of how strong and powerful they were, and you know that's I've seen that across the board as well. Um, whereas we, what you would generally get was a lot of people sort of coming in just they would just do your classic weights. That doesn't really for me, and I always argue with people was like you know you have a lot of our boys would come into the gym and they're really really strong and they would just load up a squat rack, you know, um, load up the bench press. I'm like your one rep max squat, your one rep max bench aren't fucking don't matter on the on the pitch. You know, but what if you can if you can clean, if you can box jump, if you can burpee? You know, I think like I think burpees are arguably the most functional movement that you can do for for rugby, in my in my opinion. Which oh, rugby, I know, yeah, bloody, I mean, I'll get, I'll get yeah, and I actually saw like a while back there was a, an, an SC coach who said that burpees were absolutely useless for for rugby, and I was like, what 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 sport are you watching? Like you know, I'm lying on the ground and getting back up again at least two three, at least a couple of times during the fucking game, and it's you know it's beneficial for me to do that. So I've had yeah. this argument so many fucking times, and yeah, I'm exactly like you. Um, I mean, I especially from like a military setting, I've had a uh, you know PTIs say to me like a. Uh, yeah, you know, the burpees useless. It's like, as a soldier, what is useless about being prone on the ground and getting up <laughs> rapidly? Yeah, it is like, an extremely specifically functional movement for a soldier. Yeah, but people just like, like to hate it for the sake of yeah. it. But I, I guess again comes down. I think because again, CrossFit popularized and not like the burpees been around for years. They didn't fucking invent it, but you know, it's it's something you see done all the time, and it's so fucking simple and such yeah. a such a. Like it's such a simple move that would be done anywhere. It was almost like a bit of snobbery. It's just like, oh, we, we want to shoot away from that. Like I saw like stupid arguments like, you know, no, it's not good for your wrists and stuff. And I'm like, well, do you know what's also not good for your wrists? Fucking like breaking them because you're not strong enough to hold your own weight on a fucking pitch. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? You, like, yeah. like, you know, I'm like, you know, it, it's not like, yeah, I'm like rugby is such a game of variables as well. And that was, again, one of the reasons I think that CrossFit is very good because it is constantly varied. I'm like, any sport on a field or any sport, you have so many variables. So if you have just a very strict and stringent training re- uh, training regime, you're not really prepared for you know, like different. You're not prepared. You'll for, struggle you know, to adapt prepared. to it. You to different. Yeah. yeah. So if you're like, you know, yourself, well. if, if if you're just going in and you're doing you know five k runs all the time, which are pointless. You know, five k runs are awesome, but if you're just doing that, um, it, it doesn't really translate across. If you're just sitting in a rolling machine. Your cardio could be amazing, but it's that's not going to translate across to to what you're doing on the pitch. So for me, like I think, like just the the two marry up very well. And obviously, there are going to be like I was chatting again about this last week. Is like where CrossFit falls down is it, it just goes through that one plane of motion. You know, where we're going mm. forward or back, or very rarely side to side. You know, unless you're like doing burpee box up overs or something like that. But multi direction. Um, you know, you're not doing that. Yeah, that's short yeah. change direction. But then you know, you should be getting that from your rugby training anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah, course, or you yeah. should be doing that by yourself on on, on pitch sessions and stuff. So. In terms of the skills needed for it, I, I think you know it is um, it, it's the closest thing you can get um, in terms of preparing you to play rugby. Like, um, and the, the only thing that can prepare you really, other than that, for playing rugby is playing rugby itself. You know, and it's um, you know that, it doesn't matter how hard you train over preseason. That first match back, you'll be blown out of your arse after ten minutes, yeah. and you, have to, you know. Um, but yeah, like I think I've noticed a massive, and I, I think obviously as CrossFit's got bigger, it, it's very hard for. Um, I think for SNC coaches and even just like sort of normal PDs to just say, well, the training we provide is better because it's not, you know, um, if you want your players to be athletic, explosive, if you want them to be fit um, for, for like functionally fit for their sport, you know, like for me, CrossFit is the best thing, best thing to go, especially down at the more amateur level, like the sort of level I would have played at. Um, you know, we're not getting um, detailed SNC thing, our SNC programs put together. So we've got their own thing. So like for me, like CrossFit, it's a no brainer. 
yeah, um, you know, professionally and under, like a professional, it is different. You've got it, it, it is massively different. So yeah, I don't think you don't you don't need you know your uh, your international rugby players going and playing uh, going into the local box and doing Fran, you know, two, <laughs> two days before the Six Nations. But uh, if you're looking at it, you're you're yeah. Which to be fair, if they want to class, but that'd be a, that'd be a great watch, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. Just get Fran straight to a match. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't inspire CrossFitters, Bill. <laughs> That'd be at the next event. <laughs> oh, yeah, just play 80 minutes and then go do Fran. Fran at yeah. half time or something. But yeah, I think, um, like, for me, like, it's, like, again, I'm coming from the more amateur, from, from the amateur side of things. Like, seeing people do CrossFit is getting them better and more prepared for the sport, you know, um, in terms of their movement. And even in terms of, like, taking hits and things like that as well, their body is moving in an explosive way that I just don't think you can get through just your standard weightlifting. Um, and, like, I think it's hard to argue against it. I know the S&C coaches will, but, you know, that's their job, and that's why well, they... Well, if, yeah. if, um, if anyone's listening, they're, they're, they're really against this. Get, get in touch, we'll get you on, we'll do a 1v1, you versus Tristan. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's that'd fine. Be, that'd, be, that'd be a great bit of content. Um, uh, we'll, we'll... <laughs> but no, like, it, it, and it's a conversation, but like, I, like, I've noticed, like, quite a lot of snobbery in, in the S&C world. Yeah, and, no, yeah, like, no, you and I, and I, it's almost like gatekeeping almost in a way like and I'm like yes. guys come on you know um, we, we're all trying to get fit we're all trying to get healthy we're all trying yeah, to enjoy life um, live life to the best way we you can. know and look um, like I said I've seen S&C coaches uh, deliver some absolutely shocking shit so it's um, and that's not and that's not a dig at anyone so like you know just uh, just I've seen you know I don't no, have a massive argument with anybody but yeah I think um, from for me in terms of like general uh, for, for, for sport for rugby generally and amateur sport in general like I think it's hard to look past CrossFit Um if, if you want to get fit, if you are in the more professional end of things, then obviously you need things a bit more tailored. But you know that that's that's what uh, professionals are for. Yeah, um, of course. Uh, we'll move on to. Uh, lockdown now because obviously we're still we're sort of coming towards the end of it. I know you guys over in Northern Ireland were a little bit we're a little bit later than us on the top oh, of the gym here. Opening, but, yeah. how, how's it been for you? I mean, it's for, I know I know for a lot of people it was quite a tough time, especially in the PT industry for for the majority of it. What was it? What was it like for you during the whole bulk of it when you couldn't actually uh, like leave your house? Like yeah, it seems like a real. It's weird. Like it's just it's almost normal now. Like it seems like the last year, like this time last year, seems like three four years ago. Even it's really weird. Um, like the first lockdown. I think we, I know we were all, wherever, whatever part of the UK we were in, we were all in slightly different versions of it. So, uh, like the very first one was just so new and so strange. Um, you know, um, I, I don't think anyone really knew how to deal with it. Like, I, I, the one we're in kind of coming out of now, I felt like it dealt, dealt with a lot better, but, um, in terms of just like work and things like that. But yeah, like it, it was weird. We just kind of settled in this weird routine, um, of nothing, you know, and it, I think everyone was the same. It's just such, such a strange time. Like it's just a really strange time. In terms of work, like I was in work when I got, like I was literally taking a client and got a phone call being like, yeah, look, you've got to shut the gym up. And I was like, what? I, I kind of didn't even read. I knew obviously COVID was, was, was this big massive thing, but I just didn't think it was going to be like that. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I don't think anybody did. And I was just like, oh, we're going to close. Even when we're talking about lockdowns, we just thought, oh, that means we're just going to shut down a wee bit. Two weeks. Games will stay open. Yeah, two, we're yeah. two weeks. Um, Flatten the curve for two yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I know. And, and yeah, we just sort of fell into it. Like, everyone was the same. Like, I was saying to someone the other day that lockdown, everybody was obviously going through this thing, this thing at the same time, but everybody's experience of lockdown is very, very different. You know, we all we all had our own our own little things to deal with, um, and depending on what your job was, depending on what your family life was, depending uh, on on your own circumstances, it, it was very different. So it was almost 
whilst we were going all through it together in a way, you know, we were all just very isolated as in, in certain because we all had different ways of dealing with it. So yeah. Uh work wise it was just, you know, didn't work for, for four four months nearly. Three months, three four months. I got to go back to work. And even then, like I found that like that quite stressful because we when we went back in was it July maybe? Was it July, June, July? Uh kind of knew and even then we kind of were told, you know, lockdown was going to happen again and we would get to Christmas so literally went back from not working and just didn't stop until until Christmas which was a pretty pretty I'm not sure if you guys are the same like but it was I found that really stressful just not scared to take time off because you know didn't want to go through another you know four months of you know so that was that for me like that kind of period between maybe July to December was just a blur of just like quite quite stressful Full, full yeah, just completely, and you know, trying to how yeah, which wasn't nice. Like, and then this lockdown was actually the first month or so of it. It was actually like it was quite nice to just chill out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm, um, Post Christmas, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, and it was, um, but yeah, like it's weird. Like, I, I think it's one of those things we'll look back in like two, three years, hopefully, and just be like, "Fuck, do you remember that lockdown? <laughs> like, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, do you remember yeah, that happened? Yeah. Um, Living in history, <laughs> yeah, it's it's so weird. It is, you know, and everyone kept using that term like it's it's unprecedented and stuff. But it, it was, you know, we we hadn't experienced that, and it was it was just quite strange. But like in terms of work, like you know, you were just you know yourself. You're literally just in work and just had the down tools, and that was it. Um, and like that was that was that was tough. Like just to not have that routine every day, um, and not be able to not be able to do my job was was not nice. Like, but. Yeah, is it all right now? Is it you back to pretty much back to normal now? Pretty much, yeah. So <laughs> we got back at last. When did we open? Thursday, Friday the Friday the thirtieth. It was my my birthday. We actually. I'm surprised it was so much late. It was, it was, I'm surprised at how uh, they delayed it compared to like the rest of the UK. It was a bit of a surprise. Uh, well, look, that's getting into the the how incompetent our uh, our uh, our, uh, <laughs> our elected officials are. But that's a whole different story. Uh, and, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, look, we, we were quite far back, but we were so far, whatever happened, like we were actually last summer doing quite well compared to the rest of the, compared to the rest of the UK. And then everyone must have just lost their shit because we were like <laughs> one of the high, we, we were one of the highest, I think, in the world at one stage, like in mm. terms of, uh, in ter- yeah, and we were like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, What's you know what day, yeah. uh, so that was why we, we, again, our, um, our health minister was, was being very cautious, which was, which was frustrating. Um, and I know a lot of, a lot of the, uh, decisions, that every had to go through, especially with gyms and stuff, seemed kind of uh, counterproductive because uh, um, you know, there's always the argument, you know, gyms are safe and things like that. Yeah. But yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. Look, it's you know, I'm I'm not a scientist, so I'm not going to argue with people. Um, you know, it's uh, my my girlfriend is, and she'll tell me why I'm wrong about things. So, uh, you know, it's look, and I understand everybody. I think has been frustrated with certain things because things aren't fair. But you know, at the end of the day, we're we're in a we're in a global pandemic. I don't think things can be overly fair across the board. So, but yeah, look, like we're we're coming out of it now. So, um, yeah, I went back to work the Friday the thirtieth, uh, which was my birthday. I was just like, sweet, thanks. Uh, they opened the pubs the same day, which is good. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah, like it's. At the minute, I sort of just said to my clients, it was the, the bank holiday weekend, and just messaged everybody. I was just like, look, if you want to just take that that, that weekend, just enjoy it, things are open again. Uh, and kind of just had a bit of an easy week last week, and this, this week I'm back to normal. But I feel kind of bad, because I was sending the clients all week, I'm like, oh, I'm absolutely wrecked, because I just go back and do work again and talk to people. And I was, mm. see, by Wednesday, I was exhausted. <laughs> I was like, but then I've got my, cl- got my clients coming in who actually do real jobs, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> like, you know, I'm complaining about being tired, and they're working non-stop. But look, it, it's great to be back, like, and it, it, it is, you know, uh, seeing everybody again, and, all, and uh, that's a real cliche thing to say, like, but um, seeing everybody again, and just actually interacting again, and just... Um, just like just seeing how happy people are is is awesome, and just people can actually do things again. Feeling normal, 
normal again, I think is the big one. Just being able to just feel yeah. like everything's back to normal is just a nice feeling. Yeah, in, definitely. In way, and yeah. like I say, like we we are a little bit we're we're behind you guys. Like we in terms of like gyms are open and stuff like that. We're we're quite strict. We're not allowed to have classes and stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm not sure if you guys are the same, but. Like Oz like, opens it, up next week. It does, yeah. Like Monday, we're yeah. we're actually waiting here. I need to check new see if our pubs are open. We're allowed outdoor stuff, but we're not allowed indoor, which is a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, because um, the weather has been absolutely shit. Very so sporadic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like it, it's nice in terms of work. It, like it's great. It's just nice to be back. But I had to kind of kind of I'm not sure if you were I kind of forgot how to do my job. <laughs> I came back like the first yeah. first time I was taken. I was just and I, I remember that from la- like last year when I came back in. I was just like turning clouds. I was just like shit. I can't hundred burpees go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, just uh, just uh, I was, but no, it just it was just that thing of you know, just actually coaching people again. It just just took a while to get into again and just um. But yeah, and, and for me, like even teaching people, it's it's back to basics, you know. And it is, it's you know, it was that that big thing, and everyone like clients knew that anyway. Uh, and you know, even the, the guys who go to the gym that, that I would sort of like take through through our, through our class based stuff, it was like you're coming back in the basics, and you're doing empty barbell stuff, and you know that that's it. And so everyone's kind of got on board with that. Um, and I've seen people who walk back into the gym, and you know, chuck three twenty five kilo plates on. And I'm just like, why the fuck are you doing this to yourself? You know, so. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's it's oh, it's, yeah. Great be, it's it's great to be back. Like, um, it's just nice not doing like CrossFit wads by yourself anymore, <laughs> which is yeah, you know, know. Uh, <laughs> it puts things in perspective, and it's kind of like you you realize like you don't realize what you're having until it's gone. It's just a simple thing like just having that privilege of being able to go to a gym and stuff like that, or being around like-minded people simply for motivation. That Obviously, was the thing, like really, like really struggle with, and it was you know, like I, I could get myself in that mindset of doing like like a war and stuff by myself but yeah you do have that little push when there's somebody else there you know you, well, do, you know there's like, eyes on you etc definitely yeah. yeah and like it sort of really missed that and it's not even just for like the, the benefit of um not even just for the benefit of, of obviously how you how you perform but it's just that that social interaction just like the say, environment it, yeah and just it's nice to just you know you know have a bit have a bit of crack have a bit of banter around sort of wards and stuff and you know sh- like Share ideas off each other and things like that. Like, that's nice, and like that just wasn't there, you know. Um, it was actually quite weird when the gym opened, and it was me, uh, my training partner Steffi. We came in about just a little bit before the gym opened, so we could get our stuff done. And people walked in on the first day, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I was like, "Who are you?" <laughs> my gym, get out. Um, but yeah, so and it was really nice. But even like last last night, uh, uh Hannah, girlfriend, she down the gym and she walked in and she's like oh this is awesome everyone's in really good form and it, it was quite busy but like you know and that, that was it's just great to see again so yeah like it's i mean it's not over and I, you know obviously we've still a bit to go like but it's um we seem i seem a bit more optimistic about stuff this time like so yeah okay. it's uh I mean, that, awesome that leads me quite nicely onto this this next couple of questions but would you say your, your favorite part of being a pt would you say it's the people yeah yeah and I, that is yeah. a cliche like it really is, it is but, cliche. Um, i know but it it, it yeah Look, like, it, it, like it is a massive cliche, but like, I like, I that's what I love. I just like I always tell people, like, my job is not hard. I just kind of like when I'm PTing somebody one to one or even taking a class, like you're just talking to people, you know, and and that's nice. And uh, and obviously you don't know, like I always say, like I I don't always chat to somebody before they start with me. So I have like a, you know, just to sit down and chat. And you don't know who's going to walk through the door, but such a wide variety of clients and stuff and like really like I would be fr- like properly friends with them now as well and it's you know that's nice you know and seeing actually seeing them again is great and like it was today like I said it's about the people me and one of my clients we just sat in in, in middle of a set so we're just talking about how much we loved Independence Day the film <laughs> like like you know like well, you know like we were just sitting yeah. chatting with that I was like there's a conversation I didn't think I was going to have today and it, you know it's things like that or nice you know um 
and you just chat, chat away and that's awesome and then you just get to see like obviously as well like people's progression and, and stuff as well it's great and, like I love seeing that and it's it's rewarding in, a, in an egotistical way probably as well you're just like oh I taught that person that but you know it's it's when you see like the joy in somebody's face when they actually do something that they haven't done before like that's 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 great and they're happy so it makes you happy and it makes you feel like you're you're actually doing something something good it is a, it is a nice feeling like I know I know it's tacky when PT sell the best part of my job is uh, you know I get to see clients that do XYZ but it is genuinely true isn't it I mean you 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 get to nurture them you get to just Watching them build that self-efficacy, like uh, I, I, a lot of my clients, I end up taking to a squat rack for barbells simply because it's unbiased towards barbells. But it's another thing as well is that once you can go into a squat rack with a barbell, it's it's that thing, isn't it? It's the most scariest thing in the gym. And when I get, particularly with women as well, when I get women onto the barbells and just seeing them when they eventually start going by themselves, you know, like they've been weaned off off my teat, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Sorry for that image in your head, Bill. They have stopped <laughs> suckling upon my breast, um, and they're kind of like just. I I, that's a, a mental image I just did not need to have today. But. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, they've been weaned, weaned off of my not. nipple, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> They're kind of doing it by themselves now. And I'll just be in the gym and I'll just see them in the squat racks going about it. And it's just nice to know that you've kind of planted that seed and they're just going ahead of it. And for the rest of their life, they now they can just go in and do that. And it's, it is yeah. nice. It's such a nice that, feeling. That's the thing. And it is, yeah. and you're right, it is a cliche. And it is something you see. And it is it is very much you know, for, for like the you know Instagram culture or whatever. It's like, oh, but it's actually true. You think the best work. But it is actually it true. It is actually true. Like, yeah. like, I'm very, very lucky. Like most of my clients... I've had for like a couple of years or a few years and some of them have had way, way, way back and it's, you know, I've got to see them progress. You know, I've got yeah. like the client, one girl in particular, uh, I'm not saying her name because she resists and gets bars, but like, you know, came in, couldn't do a press up, couldn't do a deadlift and like she just bang out press up and like, can do handstand press ups now, I can do pull, you know, and I'm like, that, that's, that's awesome. You planted you know? that and, seed and you feel proud yeah, of that. Yeah, and like, see, nice. like, your goal was to get, you know, like five press ups or whatever. Now you can literally, she came in the other day, it was her first session back after lockdown and hadn't really done much over lockdown at all, um, which I was, again, like, wasn't pressuring people in the, in the training either. Um, but yeah, it came in and can just bang out sets of 10 press ups because that, that foundation's there, you know, and it always will be. And it's, um, and even just going through the basic squat patterns and stuff were there. And I was like, that, that's, that's awesome. And, you know, and you do, like, you just, you get to meet people you would normally meet, you know, and, and chat away and you do, you get to meet new friends and stuff as well, which, which is great. And like, again, it is a massive cliche, but it is the, like, it is, it is, it is part of the job. And it's, you know, if you aren't good around people, you don't like talking to people, you probably shouldn't be doing this job. Like, do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you have to be quite personable. So, yeah. The weird thing is as well is that it's not like, oh, you're pleased with yourself. For t- don't get me wrong, you are pleased with yourself, but it's about you're generally pleased for them. You know what I mean? You're, you're actually, you're not, oh, I'm so proud of, I was able to get them to do this. It's not like that at all. Uh, don't get on it. It's probably a little bit of pride in, in you for doing that. Of course. Oh, definitely. Like, be. I mean, it's, it's definitely yeah. like, you know, kick for your ego. Like, there's, yeah, there's of no course. Yeah. It, you know? But it is like, you look at them and you generally feel good for them. You, and that, you know, it's a people job at the end of the day. And if you, as a personal trainer or a coach, actually have that feeling and you're going in the right direction, it's not about being an elitist or a gatekeeper, as you said earlier. It's about knowing that, I've broken down the barriers for this person, and it's good to see that they're just going for it now. And it is awesome. Definitely, yeah, and that, that's 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 definitely it. And it's, um, yeah, over over lockdown, I had a had a group, and it was, basically was wasn't sure how to do online training because I didn't redo really it the first one, and uh, 
just kind of started doing online stuff and ended up like a lot of my clients just was like, do you know what, guys? I'm just going to put you into this group and it means that if you want to join in, you can. Uh, if not, there's no pressure, blah, blah, blah. But like, end up having the same people come on every single night uh, on Zoom class and stuff, which was great. And it wasn't, there was no pressure or anything. It was just, just about having a bit of crack. And like, they're all coming back in the gym now. And it was one of them walk back in, couldn't do toes to the bar before lockdown. We're doing like, you know, basic dumbbell stuff. Was able to get straight up. It, it was like, they were using, doing a lot of those movement patterns and stuff. Uh, and like, you see the joy in their face when they're coming back in, a bit nervous about touching a barbell and stuff like that. And, you know, they, the stuff that they'd worked on with their little tiny dumbbells over lockdown actually worked. Um, but yeah, and, and that, that was great. Like, one of the girls actually walked in this morning. Um, and I had her doing wall walks last week just to practice. And obviously, because they were in the open, so everybody that does CrossFit now is going to do fucking wall walks. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. yeah, which to be fair, you know, uh, but yeah, I don't know, it's just like, you could definitely try that. And she came in this morning and started practicing them, and probably probably better than I am at the moment. I was just like, shit, I need to start practicing them. <laughs> but you know, um, <laughs> it was, uh, it's th- saying things like that, and it's like, you know, if they, at the minute, I can't, it was like, just because I'm back to work, couldn't do those Zoom, couldn't do those Zoom classes anymore because it was you know, in the evening. It's like, like, look, guys don't have the chance. They're now just going and doing it by themselves. So I'll just post it for them, and they're they're meeting up uh, over Zoom and just still doing it each night. I'm like, that's fucking class, you know. So they're kind of just, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if they're being as strict as as I would be on times and stuff, but you know, they're they're, <laughs> they're still doing it. But that was awesome. And so there's that little. They've got their own little community now, their own little friendship and stuff, and that, that's that's class, you know. Um, and uh, so that that's it's the people and it, uh, that again cliche but it, it's true you know um, so I'm, on the on the flip side of this interest and what you said you said <laughs> the, the, your favourite part what, what's your least favourite part of being a PT but of being a PT probably other PTs <laughs> other be, P- yeah well yeah. I was th- I was thinking that might be yeah, sure. is the, yeah. just I knew this was coming uh, just the sheer amount of bullshit in this industry is just like it is it's, it gives you a headache doesn't it yeah, like to the extent where I like I've genuinely I, I like consider just quitting and going back to a desk job and just slamming my face into the keyboard every day. Sometimes, like, do you know what I mean? It's um, no, um, it, it yeah, like it, again from uh, as much as like the the best part of my job is the people I get to deal with. The worst part is just the industry itself is just it's just a law unto itself, you know. Uh, and it, like not that not that I'm, I'm perfect in any way, and I get uh, you know well aware of it in my own um sort of um capabilities and stuff, but. Yeah, it's an industry like I've just argued for years is so there's no quality control in it and people just bullshit all the time. Um, and that in turn is not very healthy for the people that are actually paying these trainers and stuff as well or gyms. And it's, it's just relentless. And, you know, like lockdown made that worse, I think, as well. Uh, in terms of the bullshit that's out there, it, it, it is really, really, really frustrating. So I don't know if you it's guys. It's not the Wild West, it. isn't it? It's kind of it really is, easy. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I think there's, there's no one like like solution to the problem but you know we've no it's just an industry that has no quality control you know um and that's, that's it's very hard to do that isn't it i it think is, the, root, uh, the problem is, is is the training isn't it the root and it's very difficult to, because these companies want to push out as many paid qualifications as they come and they don't want to fail people because they get paid money on testimonials and yeah and the root that's the root of the problem is that there's this oversaturation of lowly skill uh, low skilled people basically i think that's it and look when you are like when I, when I started, I got qualified what, five years ago and did mine through just basically a college. Uh, and that was the only, I think there's maybe only one or two other sort of like places around you could pay for it. And somebody just said, look, just go there because they have the best tutors. And they, they it was, but I looked at other ones and they would give you all these extra qualifications attached to it for pretty much the same price, but they weren't, weren't worth it, weren't worth it, the, the, what they were written on. So it was, yeah, I think you're right. It, there just seems to be new sort of like, um, PT schools, for want of a better word, just popping up all the time and they just churn people out. And you're right, people have paid them quite a lot of money, so they're not going to fail them. 
you know um and yeah it's like i was said like being a pt and it's where i I touched on this at the start i was very lucky in that i got to go into the gym at the rugby club and you know just sort of learn myself you know just spend extra time on myself where i think these pts come out and they go to maybe a commercial gym or a gym that charges them quite a lot of rent and the, the the pressure is on them straight away to make money and you know then they they fall into these like you know your, your generic sort of PT Instagram post so like on one hand I was very lucky so I'll try not to be on my high horse about it either um, but you know you had to learn like you don't come out of a of your PT qualification the best PT in the world that no, just gives you that just gives you a license to go and learn how to get better it's like your driving test isn't it when you do your driving test you're normally a shit driver until you actually drive for years until you um, so yeah look it's, it's, it's a license to learn more mm. and get better yeah. and then go go further on and get extra qualifications in in your in your field but i think yeah i think it there and i feel shit for like younger pts coming on because like you know it is like again i was nearly 30 when i started you know or if i had done when i was 21 22 like i don't think i would have survived in the industry because i didn't have a clue what i was doing but um when i started like i still i still i have that hunger to learn and try and get a bit better and i get one of the sound like i'm getting on my high horse about that it's like i'm very aware of my own limitations um but yeah, it's just the bullshit. Like, and it's constant, and I think COVID has made it worse. And it's just infuriating to see. And it's you know we're supposed to be in an industry that is helping people get fitter and healthier, and more often than not, it seems to be the other way around. Um, you know, it preys on people's insecurities. It preys on you know, it, it preys on, on on people's weaknesses and stuff like that. And it, the, the other side of it as well is it charges a fucking fortune for it at the same time. So you know, it's you know like PTs like you know I, I, there's no set thing what, we, what you can charge but I've heard what some people charge and it's like you're not a fucking brain surgeon you're just helping someone lift something up and put it back down again you know yeah I get you yeah. you know um, you know, and you've just done a two week course on how to, on how to do that so it's uh, yeah like yeah it, it is infuriating and like I've been on more than following for a while I've been on more than a few months about it um, Tristan, that leads me that leads me very very nicely onto this next. We've got we've got we've got some secret questions. Okay, so the, you don't know. These. I've been worried about this. But, the, is it... but yeah, I'm not surprised. This is this is this is. I don't know them myself, to be honest with you. So you this, know, I'm this, nervous. This is the USP. You. This is the USP of the podcast. Is that we have these lovely little questions that this is a shock value. But basically, the first question is Tristan, which leads us lovely onto what you just said. USP, unique sexual predator. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> And Tristan's just been cancelled. <laughs> cheers, cheers. Thanks. The one thing I asked you not to do was get me cancelled. <laughs> if you aren't going to be a sexual predator, I'm not saying anyone is a sexual predator. And if you are, then that's well, obviously I don't. You know, don't be a sexual predator. But if you are a sexual predator, at least be a unique one. <laughs> a unique one. But don't, yeah. but don't, just don't be a sexual predator. Unique or otherwise. It just don't be. Just, just don't, don't be one. Just don't be. There's no fucking need for it. Like just no, don't. don't there's no need. No, but if you were going to be one, before. you'd probably want oh, to be no, a unique one. But just yeah, don't be no. one. No, just don't be one at all. Don't be unique one Quit. at all. Just, just Let's lower our credibility quickly. Bill, you're already wearing a shirt, so that's okay. Right, <laughs> keep going. Let's go for these questions. All right, okay. here we go. Credibility is now at zero. Love it. Yeah. So the first question, so quick hint for you. You might be able to quickly work out in your head is that um, we spoke about this before. And what I want to know is your thoughts on James Haskell. Oh, uh, was a really good rugby player. 
I love that. Was a really good rugby player. He's been very vocal recently, hasn't he? He has been very vocal recently. I, I, I know. Do. I don't know. You've got. I don't know. You've got some opinions on this. This is why I mentioned it because we've had a discussion <laughs> about this at the time. This was during lockdown when there was a few. He had a few posts come out and they got quite a lot of traction. They got quite a lot of um, feedback from people. Yeah. Um, I just want to know what 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 would your thought what would your thoughts um, be? I'm going to be honest. I actually blocked him after that, but not because he was responding or anything. I was worried about that. I. It went through a stage in lockdown, and this is for uh, another certain James that we know who's a, a very big influencer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck uh, yeah. Blocked. Uh, basically, what I do now is I block anybody like that because I just don't want that in my newsfeed or anything coming up in my suggested newsfeed. Um, yeah, look, angry white male shouts about things he doesn't understand. Like, what do you, what do you want? You know, um, you know, my, like Hannah heard it, listened to it, and was just like, what a fucking idiot. You know, um, it, it, it got is, so like, much popularity, hasn't it? Like, so many people shared it, saying, "Listen to this. This is amazing. This is it's just saying how it is." All you know, the buzzwords of like, "This is this is hit, nail on the head," and it's like, "Is it really?" Have you actually listened really, to it critically? It's it's, um, it's, it's, over, it's oversimplifying a very very complicated subject, um, and I think that's you know, look, th- th- there is in, in a sense the essence of being a PT. <laughs> it's like you know, simplifying very 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 complicated things. Um, yeah, look, I understand that, and I think. You know, definitely when I when I started PTN, maybe would have had like similar mindsets and things like that. But I I don't think overall it's helpful. Look, like Haskell is was was a very very good rugby player. Like his, his podcast and stuff is very very funny. Um, when he when he's on things and nothing against the man, but when it comes to actual health and fitness advice, stay in your I, lane. Yeah, it's just stay in your lane. Don't 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 take it off a, a former rugby player. Um, you know be included <laughs> at times you know yeah look look, it, it just annoys me and i think that that kind of thing where you and it is a big popular thing around pts now where you know it's like oh i just felt like it is so i curse a lot and i just have like an aggressive tone i'm like that's not really helpful and it's you know where the, where this kind of fell down uh for me was when you saw the the kind of people who were supporting it where tells you really uh, to know, doesn't uh, it? very uh, compared to the people that weren't supporting it you know like any and again i'm very aware here that we are three white males talking about this you know my my, my girlfriend straight away was just like that is really making me feel uncomfortable and, and things like that you know he's not not understanding things and yeah so i think that's that's where again stay in your lane you know we as pt should be showing people how to exercise and stuff like that but we aren't in any position to sort of judge people on their, on their mental state or on their uh on their inability to lose weight as if that's you know a barometer to judge somebody by it either so yeah look haskell can have his opinions and look at the end of the day he had a book coming out so it helps it helped them uh it helped them sell, and people are still talking about it a couple months later. So there you go. Um, yeah, of course you are. Yeah, it's, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it was you know, and that, that, that's what it is, you know. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, him and uh, his, his other mate, James Smith, probably have the same publisher and suggested this is what you should probably have a little rant about. And look, it got him publicity, and fair, fair enough. Is it the right publicity? Is it the right message to send out? No, I don't think so. My legal team has advised me not to uh, make any comments about uh, the people mentioned, uh, you know, so I'm not allowed to call them a pair of cunts or anything like that, <laughs> you know. Uh, so we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, look, uh, yeah, I, I think the the thing of just being really aggressive uh, in terms of your um, your approach and stuff, and you know, it was I'm actually trying to remember the rant because like I did block them so I couldn't go back and rewatch it and comment, um, and it was more to stop yeah. me. Um, 
but you know, it was just this, this like it was like it was Hannah put it really well, and she's just like, it's just this, this, this really angry uh, man who's just shouting about things he just doesn't understand. You can't pretend to. So, from what I remember the video, you know, at the end of the day, you cannot pretend to show empathy for people whilst at the same time saying, "Oh, you shove so much food into your face that yeah. you end up having a head looking like a minibus." You know, yeah, that's you, what it you, was. And it you was, can't um, be passive aggressive like that. You either have empathy for people or you don't. You know, sells books, so didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that, it, was even, it was even down to that thing, and you know, it plays into that thing of like you know, people like that will try to be like, oh, snowflake generation, blah blah. I'm like, but you know what? You can't just turn around and insult people and then get them to believe what you want. Like you can't, and you know, um, yeah, that's right. It was a thing like where he just was like, oh, just lose weight, blah blah. blah. But yeah, you you know, you look like <laughs> you look like a mini boss. I'm like, oh, cool. So somebody who maybe is struggling with 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 that uh, is is now going to be like, cool. This is what this. This celebrity thinks of me. I say celebrity. I'm so these- glad I've been compared to a mini bus. This is the exact kind of life changing advice I need. You know, but it's- he, like and then he then he, he signed off with you know like oh the mayor of was it Rig City and I was just like you fucking cunt. Like do you know what I mean? I was like <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. Oh, Summed like, it up, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like the know, problem is if you if you go against anything these guys say, you get attacked. Be called like a snowflake or yeah. Like, you get, 100%. They, they've got so, they've got such a such a devout following. These people yeah. that these uh, do, yeah. for these yeah. fit celebrities that you get attacked if you say anything against them there's no, there's no critical thinking by the way yeah. like, like I, I've had it as well where, where I've um, ended, up, ended up sort of on Instagram I mean, you don't want that but like I had some complete idiot sort of like coming back at me after I commented on it and I was just like like have you nothing better to do like just you know and they're all the same you know it's just yeah uh, it just it really pisses me off um, but yeah look like I say great rugby player <laughs> uh, I'll give him that you know um, yeah, can be yeah, quite no, funny totally. But but stay in your lane. I'd I'd far rather see him post some uh, some advice to you know younger rugby players and things like that. Mm. But even even around that, you know, he was where where I found this, this was like this. He was essentially you know body shaming a whole lot of people. I'm like, you play a sport where your teammates are you know you have specific positions where being overweight and being out of shape out of shape is um is actually beneficial. You know, so how you is that what you think of your teammates? You know, people that play prop or you know things like that. I'm like, so yeah, screw that. Like it's it's not a very like in rugby, we would would pride ourselves in terms of you know, we we've a we've a position for everybody on the pitch, uh, or as a position on the pitch for everybody, no matter what your shape and size is, and to have uh, somebody who was you know a very vocal uh, and very well respected rugby player, kind of slagging that off for, for me, it hits the wrong notes, you know. Um, I think if you've got any sort of platform of that size, you just have to be so ca- language is so important. And I think these people need to get this in the head that these if you've got a platform of that many followers, you need to be so careful what you say. You can't just put out a random video of what's in your head that day because one sentence you was. could say could damage it, someone's life, couldn't it? It was just this big, like incoherent rant that just mm. went off on like he just segued off and all these stuff. And I was like, yeah. this doesn't even really make sense. Yeah. And you know, like you say, there was no critical thinking behind it at all. It, there was no just like hang on, if I actually sit and think this story, it was just this angry man who was almost like, you know, uh, just as where he was so just like, like inept at just understanding his own emotions that he just like smashes things and, you know, you know, like, like, like it's, you know, and I was like, yeah, so it, it was like, I found it infuriating, but to be fair, it wasn't aimed at me and I found it infuriating. I'm not sure how somebody who, you know, was, um, or is struggling with their weight or struggling with their image and stuff, how they would find that, you know, and that's for me, that, that that's, that's where the problem lies. You know, I can just block him and be like, yeah, what a prick. Um, you know, I think it was actually the first time I actually saw 
that video because it was it was actually two videos he eventually did. But he did he did a re, he, he addressed the first one, didn't he? By trying to apologize, but I think he tried to apologize, but then he still fucked it up at the same I, time. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, tried to, he tried to sort of reel it in a bit and come across like less of a fucking Neanderthal, and then and it just made just, it twice yeah. as worse. Yeah, and then he just, just shot himself be, in the you know book just, twice. just sort of be, just sort of like slamming his knuckles off the ground again. And we're like, all right, yeah, nice. Um, I think. Uh, I think Bill sent me the first... I think you sent me the first video, Bill. And I was just like, oh, fucking hell, here we go. And then someone else... The thing is, like, I, I, I ain't got that many followers, but the ones that I do have, they're fucking always DMing me stuff like this. And the thing is, I don't, I don't mind, because I understand that some of the names we've mentioned... I get messages from people saying, have you seen this? And so I, I don't follow these people. So no, I haven't seen it. I have now you've sent it to me. Now... I, I don't think that they're intentionally shit certain or trying to get a rise out of me or hoping that I'll try and call them out, etc. Because last time I did that, it caused a fucking massive legal shitstorm for some person. Um, <laughs> but I mean, um, it's like, I can understand that they're just sharing, they, they want, it's why those, when they're su- they're such big names, people feel afraid to think differently about it. But just knowing someone, such as us three, you know, have these thoughts about someone that they, you know, are not comfortable with. It's just their way of saying, you know, like, I'm, I'm glad that you kind of like agree with me. So I'm going to send you this and see if your thoughts on it because I can't send it to anyone else because I'll get absolutely crucified. I can't leave a comment on this post and, you know, Which, share yeah, my yeah. beliefs on it because I'll get crucified. But the second video that came out, some random person did kind of send me, a, a, um, you know, they sent me the link and they was like, oh, what's your thoughts on this? And I went, my thoughts are it's James Haskell talking about obesity. Why the fuck do I care what he thinks? <laughs> and that was the end of it. It was just yeah. like, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't really sort of like do the same. I don't really sort of reframe. Like, like I, I would sort of engage in that at times. And I just had to really reframe. Yeah. I knew I wasn't going to get to him. He wouldn't comment on it. But you would have a lot of a lot of his, you know, the, the people that follow him would comment. But it was then after, you know, Again, it didn't it didn't impact me like it wasn't it wasn't something that actually affected me. But when you you hear sort of like your girlfriend feel, feel very alienated by it, or and it was actually then when he spoke to and it was it was quite a lot of like like females that he spoke to after like that that was actually ridiculous what he posted like and you know so it was a commitment sort of standing there and again I'm very aware like I'm not going to speak on behalf of, of females because we're, we're we're three white men so we can't but you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just hearing that from people being like look we the way we're being portrayed and, and stuff or if we put on weight that we're lazy and you know it's our own fault but I'm like you know that was like, that mm. came from even the most that's what like, we were talking about like it was so privileged. You know, there was no understanding that, you know, do you know what, maybe these people work, you know, like James Haskell doesn't work nine to five, doesn't have, you know, he's very, I'm sure he's reasonably well off. Uh, you know, he had a, he had a career in, in sports, so he's literally been, like, I've seen Professor Rumpel, like, they literally get spoon-fed, you know, what, what, you know, their food every day and stuff like that, so that, that's, you know, that's easy for him to, to be in that shape. You know, if you were working nine to five and you have, you know, come home, two, three kids, stuff Single like that, parent. You know, yeah, like you know, it, it didn't take any it didn't take any kind any sort of variables outside of his own like very warped and very very just strange, his bubble, uh, yeah, his tunnel own vision bubble and like that that for me is where you know like I said lacks complete empathy and just lacks mm. understanding of how the world works you know um you know and uh, that's that's ultimately like we cannot just apply this one size fits all to to fat loss to to fitness to to anything it can't be it, it's it's which there are certain rules that obviously apply, you know, everyone's different and we have to understand that. And, you know, if we start applying stuff and then just like shouting at people because they're not in the shape that we want them to be in, you know. What we do is you put people off more. Yeah. You create another barrier. Even even down to that. And it's the same with, you know, like um, 
or other influencer that we is 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 often often he is the, and that's all he is is an influencer and, and started started like started off like he started off and like I loved him at the start it started off basically being you know somebody who called out a lot of a lot of fitness industry bullshit and then very quickly became all the fitness industry bullshit and, and they believe they're in hype don't they these people believe they're in hype they get, you get a, a god complex high horse. yeah they forget they forget where they came from their roots they go they, they definitely yeah and I can't understand that but you know it, it's um like for me. Uh, you know, they, they they start putting out this thing, and it's all about fat loss and something. And it's always it always seems to be about fat loss and weight loss, and as if that's just the only barometer that you can measure health and fitness by. And also, it's only their like, it's like we have to adhere to their standards. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's you know that that's that's for me is the big thing is like you know we have to adhere to their idea of what a, a human should look like. Uh, and that that again is 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 very essentially quite toxic for for people as well, and, and really, yeah. So like that that's where I think it falls down. It's just one size fits all. And I understand like they do put out advice, but a lot of the time the advice is just inf- it also goes along with a lot of fucking abuse. <laughs> so it's yeah. you know you, you can't have your cake and eat it. Like you know, it's almost disguised as empathy. It's almost disguised as oh yeah. look, uh, I know I'm a bit of a cocksucker here, but I'm yeah. giving you this information for your own good. I'm doing this for you. I'm being an absolute fucker about it. I'm being insulting about it. I'm belittling you about it. I'm being sexist about it. But I'm doing it for your good at the end of the day. I'm doing you a favour. And that's how a lot of it comes across at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. And uh, for some people, especially some certain people that I've spoken to in my DMs recently, mm. it's almost like they've been ransomed, that they've been held hostage at the moment. It's like, you know, I'm not happy with what this person, how this person's behaving at the moment, but they have helped me in the past by teaching me what a calorie deficit is, etc. It's like that's, that's yeah. actually that is actually a massive thing. Yeah, like we- you don't owe these people fucking nothing. These people did not trademark fucking thermodynamics. <laughs> you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah. that's a big thing. And it's, that's we were talking about a while back. It's just how they seem. It, it is almost like uh, we're like Stockholm syndrome, where they feel like they can't leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, is yeah, it yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't laugh, yeah, you're, you're but just it's paying, true. You know, so uh, if you don't lose, uh, there is uh, like losing weight's very arbitrary. Like you know, it's it, you can only lose a certain amount of weight anyway. So it all becomes about specific, and it is generally around fat loss. And like that's not a barometer of how well you're doing in the gym or how well you're doing. Like you know, you, there's so many other things. But yeah, they seem to be like hostage, and, if, and they end up then paying continually paying for it, and seem to can't get out of that loop. Like you've already just been told what you have to do. You could, you know, but it's yeah, like they owe their loyalty to this cult. Yeah, yeah, and it's look again. I, I don't understand the, the psychology behind that, but it, it is yeah. Like like for, for that, I find it I find it quite sad. And it, it is it, for me. It, it's very. It just seems to be very, very detrimental, you know, and it's one of the things in terms of the wider fitness industry in general, it was argued like the fitness industry is the um, fitness industry is, is growing and growing and growing, yet we seemingly don't, we're, you know, the preventable diseases, et cetera, are, are, are getting, getting bigger and bigger and bigger or are, are more prevalent. So something's not working, you know, like there's some, how can this industry that is, that has argued as well for, you know, over a year being like, you know, gyms are essential and things like that. I'm like that, that's absolutely fine. I will take that. But if you, if gyms are essential, then you've got to be helping people get, get, uh, get fitter. And, and it's, you know, and it's not, and not shaming about, them away from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know, I would like, and I, that's just, that's me being a massive idealist. I'd like to see people focus on fitness performance. And I understand like, like some people just want to look a certain way and that's absolutely fine. But we need to accept that looking a certain way or what certain the things say in the scale is not necessarily a barometer of your health. And it's nothing to do with your your worth as a as a fucking human being either. 
and that's that's the big thing you know just because you, you like you're you're overweight or whatever um or you know you can't bench press a certain thing that that doesn't have any impact on what you are as a human and that's for me where these people fall down so you know back to the original one like haskell telling people they look like a boss like fuck you that's telling me what you're worth as a human being's like <laughs> i mean so, it's yeah. almost ironic isn't it how some of the biggest proponents for mental health you know, it's that they're only for mental health or, you know, keep the gyms open as long as it fits their idea of what the picture of mental health is. Anything else apart from, you know, the physical aspect, you know, keep gyms open, there's other aspects of mental health apart from, you know, weight gain or weight loss. And it's like, no, safety's off, fuck it. Yeah, this is, um, yeah, and it's sort of around uh, the... It's Mental Health Awareness Week at the minute, and um, again, it's not just a hashtag. <laughs> yeah, and like I like I've always are, but I'm kind of very careful about what, what I post about it now, and like I've been quite honest about like sort of my own, my own stuff for that. But I, I've deleted previous posts in the past where I maybe just post something that I don't think people should have read, and it was bad information. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, like I've sort of argued for a long time that I think the, this industry plays jump rope with with, with mental health. Um, you know, it's like you say, it's a hashtag. That's mm. really good to get a load of likes and, and really good 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 for things. But um on you know the other fifty people's weeks fucking of the health year, at the end of the day, isn't it? Jeez, yeah, be careful. The, the other fifty one weeks of the year we actually it actually likes to prey on on the things that you know mm. that, yeah. that, uh, that that are that, that are making it worse, you know, and we know that things like like eating disorders, et cetera, are massively on the rise, you know, um like body image issues in general are massively on the rise. But we have an industry here that is just literally obsessed with that, and, tell, and but then having the cheek to talk about mental health as well. But that like, doesn't like, the, the eating disorders, etc., and people's appearance. You know, it doesn't fit their optics of what mental no, health is. No, no, no. It's like, oh, you feel a little bit sad. Go to your workout, and you, you know, you'll feel you'll feel better. And like, even that is is very, very one dimensional, and and it's uh, in its view, and like that's 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 like I'll speak from from my own experience there. You know, it's it's very so it, it's um. But yeah, like it is just an industry. Like for me, that's where the big problem lies, and it's it is a hashtag as well at the minute. And you know, people like like that who who have who have massive influence. You know, thousands or hundreds of thousands of followers are just spouting this with no um, no qualifications to do so. And um, you know, they just get away with it, and then they have a, they have a bunch of loyal followers who will do their own dirty work for them. You know, and that, that that's. So they're, they're, it's 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 foolproof, um, or or you just get labelled a troll, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, you know, they, which they troll is the everybody, and then you slag them off. You're a troll. You're like, get the fuck out of here. You're, uh, here's what really winds up with certain influencers, which my legal team has advised me not to name them. But you know, <laughs> you'll ban on with a hashtag of mental health, but the very next day you will you'll do you'll put up on your on your stories a comment or that someone has left behind that you disagree with, and you're pretty much sending your massive platform to go and attack this person. And it's a dangerous fucking game because at the end of the day, you don't realise just how zealot. How, what's the word I'm looking for here? How much of a zealot some people can yeah. actually be? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, and they, they're just so one-dimensional in their view, and like you know, that, that is yeah, that's that's scary. Like, uh, and that's it's where dangerous. Like, I, I ended up just I sent like I blocked a lot of these people now because I don't want to see that come up um, yeah. on on my feed anymore or, or things like it. So. Um, yeah, and it stops me engaging because I don't then want to spend my time just getting abuse off people either. And like, it's not as well. Like, you know, I'm ha- I'll happily turn around and, and you know call them cons because they are. So like, I'm happy enough if somebody slides in with DMs and just like gives me all this shit. I'm like, well, fuck you, you know. 
But, you know, it, for me, it kind of takes away from the point. Like, I would prefer to just have, you know, teach people about health and fitness if possible and stay in my lane as much as possible and just avoid all this. You know, when we're talking about things like fat loss and body image and stuff like that, you know, there are plenty of accounts out there from, from doctors, you know, um, healthcare professionals that will, will post actual and dietitians and post actual scientific information. Can we just listen to them and not listen to this PT who doesn't have uh, any, you know, the, the the couple of pages of the of the uh, nutrition that he did in, the, in, the, in their uh, in their PT handbook is is all they have. You know who am I going to believe here? You know <laughs> is it is it going to be the dietitian or is it going to be you know this influencer over here who um, just went on a calorie deficit once and thought it works for everybody <laughs> and and then things you know and which it does and we know if it does but it's not the fuck <laughs> it's it's not the answer to everyone's fucking problems either. You know <laughs> so. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, a calorie deficit you know is the is the physiological way that you. M- happens to you know cause weight loss but at the end of the day it's an extremely complicated sub you know an extremely complicated way to not just get there but also maintain it you absolutely know. yeah behavior change you know socioeconomic status etc some things you literally cannot just force someone to do you've got to kind of get around barriers and just shouting at them calorie deficit calorie deficit <laughs> calorie deficit yeah. it's, it's you know and it's it's even down and it is and it is very very simple and we we know that but you're right, it doesn't take into account any other factors. I'm like, you know, like I've always argued that PTs don't really live in the real world. Yeah, quite a lot of the times. I'm like, look, like I've I've worked nine to five jobs and, you know, had to go to the gym after work and stuff like that, or go to the gym at lunchtime. I know like how hard it is. Like, you know, that was when I was in my twenties. I didn't have you no know, don't don't have a wife, don't have kids or anything like that. It was just me in my twenties. I still found it hard enough to go nine nine to five you know, go to the gym, go home, still have a bit of a social life around that as well, you know, not, you know, and, and still try and then play sport around that. I was like, you know, you have this, this, this these PTs going, oh, we'll just be at a calorie deficit. Like, you're not taking into account Just go for 10,000 steps every day. 10,000 steps a day. Like, that takes you, like, I would cover easily, like, I will walk to work and it's about five, 6,000 steps. So I literally went up and down the road twice this morning was like at 12,000 steps. I was, fuck- A, I was starving because of the it's, it's a lot of calories, like, yeah, yeah. and uh, I was tired. <laughs> like, yeah. I was really tired. I was like, fuck. But, so 10,000 steps. I love this, this, this arbitrary number. Again, that has just came out of nowhere. Just, you got to do yeah. 10,000 steps a day. I'm like, just a random you know, number that's taken off. I fucking idea how long it takes to do 10,000 steps. And it was, even like, I'll get them in through the day just because just I'm in, in, like on my feet and work. But again, if you have, you know, nine to five job, you, you sit behind a desk all day, you know, hey, trying to hit 10, you do not need that added stress of trying to hit 10,000 fucking no. steps while take care, you know, it's bullshit. Like, it, it's absolutely insane. So again, it's just another thing that they pulled out of nowhere of, uh, yeah, you need to do this to be healthy and then make people feel bad because he didn't hit that, didn't hit that target. I mean, imagine like just being a, imagine being like a single mum, you know, and you 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 fucking work all day while your kids are at school, and you got some twat saying to you, "I'll oh, just knee up." Yeah, just knee yeah, up. yeah, yeah. But your you know, know, know your your first just, just fucking fear on your mind is just just struggling to survive. But the be all end always knee up. Yeah, knee up. it's probably it's probably as well. Like, I feel like I was thinking about this earlier as well. I was just thinking, you know, always use that that um, that example of you know like oh single mom or a mom of three, and it, it applies to everybody though. You know, like. Like I said, like, like I struggled with it when I was um, working nine to five and stuff like that as well. So no matter what your job or what you like, unless you literally live in the gym and it's your job to be in the gym, it, and even then it's, it's tough as well. So yeah, like we just apply these like ridiculous sort of like standards that people have to adhere to, and then they don't, and then they feel bad about it, and you know they, they have a shitty relationship with, yeah. with, with fitness and with food. Um, is 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 where I think it goes. So 
yeah, it is, it is it's frustrating. And again, like when we you talk about the bullshit all that, it is just that constant bullshit all the time. Is, People like to it? dictate from their ivory towers. That's the problem. And the thing is, like, you, you, you imagine actually finishing. So you said nine to five, yeah? You imagine the winter where it gets dark rapidly, yeah. you know, yeah. and you're being told, just go, don't go do some steps after work. And you live in like a high crime area and it's getting fucking dark, you know, and it's fucking cold, you know, you've got holes in your coats. <laughs> that was it as well. Like, I remember during, um, was it during lockdown? I'm not sure if you guys are the same. And they were like, yeah, just just go to the. Like, it, was, it was getting dark, and we're talking about you know obviously the gyms were closed and stuff, and like the like our sort of our government were just like yeah you know just just go out at night and you know just go for a run in the evening. And I remember the hand being like she's like what am I, am I going to run through this dark park at fucking you know eight o'clock yeah. at night? Was like, yeah. you know yeah, but, uh, particularly like, yeah, for that, women with everything that's happening at the moment, you know yeah. with what's happening. So yeah, it's 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 that kind of stuff as well. And it's like I'm not going to tell one of my clients to oh yeah here you got to get your ten thousand steps in yeah no. where you go out there by yourself at nine yeah. o'clock at night or you know early in the morning or something like that it's yeah look ju- just yeah like uh, that, that's like obviously a tiny one of thing uh, a tiny example but it plays into that bigger thing and there's another big one like during lockdown where they were telling everybody to go and do i don't know if you guys had this but we because obviously we're uh, um near the coast uh all these pts started telling people to do like cold water swimming so they're oh, about uh, fuck that <laughs> I swear to god yeah so they were all doing yeah, all these they were telling everyone you know do 10,000 steps a day and go cool, go cool water swimming so my fucking news feed was filled with all these people yeah cool water swimming is great and I'm like but then the other side as well it was planning to you know get up in the morning it was all that uh, Wim Hof stuff you know about breathing it's like you know, no, get, yeah. a cold, uh, yeah. get a cold shower in the morning I'm like am I fuck getting up no. in January and getting a fucking cold shower that is the I'm nicest struggling part to survive of my Fuck yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like even even after a hard workout, I don't give a fuck if that's going to make me better. I'm like, I'm still getting a warm shower because I've earned that fucking shower. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And again, yeah, it was yeah. it was things like that. I was like telling these people to do these horrible things that just overall, I'm like, what do you think that's going to achieve for anybody other than make them literally hate the maybe one of the nicest parts of their day? Uh, you know, or like telling people to get into the fucking freezing cold sea. That is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, everybody, it was a big craze over here for a while, and uh, where everyone was just uh, jumping into the sea. So uh, bring this back. Bring this back to the beginning, Tristan. Um, James Haskell is a great rugby player. Yeah, great. He was a great rugby player. <laughs> yeah. oh. See, this is what I love about the secret, the secret questions. We get we get a fantastic response because it's so because it's such a raw thing. It's like it could just go off into so many different directions. <laughs> yeah, and we've um, we've, we just we've ambush it. you basically. We just yeah, we just ambush you. you. <laughs> have you got any? If you got a question, if you got a question this week, Tom, have you got anything secret you wanna you wanna drop on drop on it this week? Uh, fucking hell! Well, I was actually going to steal a James Haskell question, but you fucking gone and uh, you know <laughs> robbed that off of me. <laughs> to be fair, I robbed that off you. Uh, sorry, I robbed that off you, and now you robbed it off me. So you know it is. It is fair. One, one. It's not so much a secret question, but it's kind of going back to what we talked about earlier. But is there something particular about strength and conditioning coaches? Is there a personal something that has happened to make you want to stick the knife into strength and conditioning? No, coaches? I think I think that came across really badly. Actually, I'm like, fuck, I really like. No, it. fuck them. No, um, <laughs> I just, I just kind of like, I've just. Joel Seaman's a strength and conditioning coach. Listen. Oh fuck. Um, no, I, I just kind of find it like, and I came back to this where use that, that term or that term gatekeeping. I find it really kind of almost snobby and, and quite yeah. quite studio. And like, this is this is our thing, but never have really seen anything overly special. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, you know, this is you know, um, 
and they seem to actually make things a little bit more complicated than they maybe needed to be. Um, so it's nothing, nothing personal against anybody personal, but it's like you know that thing where like I know I know this bit of information, so I'm gonna you know really you know I'm gonna relay to you in a cupcake. I'm like, but we we need to make things uh, a little bit uh, more accessible. And look, I like you know this is going to these guys go to uni and stuff as well. They're gonna look at me going like, "This is ball bag PT that does CrossFit." The fuck's he know? Um, but yeah, and uh, you know from experience, I've just seen that quite a lot of them. For me, in, in anything, you need to practice what you preach. Um, so if yeah, I see somebody, you can you can you can read whatever the fuck you want out of a textbook, but that doesn't make you good. At, you know, at, if you uh, can't at apply it, yeah. So, mm. so for me, it's like you know, if you regurgitate a textbook to somebody, but you don't actually understand how to deliver that yourself you know mm. like you, you, you've lost the battle already uh, and that, that's where i i kind of kind of think and again i've nothing against anybody personal but i ju- just kind of noticed noticed that and it kind of was a little bit a little bit of snobbery i think um plus a little bit of just making it over complicated um for, for the sake of it at times um w- w- would be where i struggle but no please don't have all these essays <laughs> in my inbox would, would be great thanks <laughs> i mean I'll, I'll be honest with you one of the reasons why they kind of circle back to that is because you use yeah. a specific term which i actually agree 100 percent with this and is that there are a you know there are a certain amount of strength and conditioning coaches out there that are kind of gatekeepers you know and I, I would actually agree with that there was a lot of snobbery and there was a lot of gatekeeping with it i mean in particular um first person to come to my mind is a strength and conditioning coach called mike boyle and mm-hmm. um i actually had one of his books years ago it's now just a doorstop because that's all it's good for um one thing i do find with a lot of strength and conditioning coaches notice i said a lot not all because i know some absolutely brilliant yeah. strength and conditioning coaches is that they're very biomechanically reductionist sometimes as well and with strength and conditioning coaches at least in terms of people like mike boyle is they will break down an exercise and tell you why it's bad or why it's shit but they'll give a really bullshit answer so for example the barbell squat is inherently dangerous because you've got a barbell on your back and it creates torque i've never known anyone (laughs) with a fucking barbell on their back to start rotating with just standing still and it's just i i I'm not saying obviously with all strength and conditioning coaches because there's some brilliant ones out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do see a lot of gatekeeping and I see a lot of almost like mental gymnastics that are desperate to almost, you know, desperate to prove how much they know just by spanning out this biomechanical jargon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that, that's where I, like, I find it um, would be quite normal. I'm like, you know, we should be making this yeah. successful for everybody. And like I say, it, there is a lot of mental gymnastics in terms of taking exercises that are absolutely and overcomplicating fantastic. Yeah, it's almost like they even, forget you're talking to human beings, normal yeah. people. And like, like taking exercises that are, you know, really, really, really good, really beneficial, um, no matter what, and just deciding that they're actually bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, right. You know, like the burpee one we talked about at the start, I saw quite a few, and it was like, I'm like, how in fuck's name? And it was actually like, I can't remember who it was. It was on Twitter uh, and somebody shared it on Instagram and on Twitter. And it was like a rugby S&C coach. Um, nobody like I know or anything. I think it was somebody from like the Southern Hemisphere was sharing and just saying, ranting about how burpees were bad. And I'm like, that is literally... Um, I have a feeling I've seen the same article. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably and if it have, is the one I'm thinking it of. It really made my blood boil. Like, and I was just going, are you fucking serious? Like, you, you have players that have to get off the ground and get back up again in an explosive fashion. And if you're worried about them then like hurting themselves, getting down off the ground, you might want to be concerned about them taking a full fucking contact hit then. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's that's you. And the, how else are you going to build resiliency? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, you're literally playing a sport. There, there is reasonably high risk of injury, so you, you can't manage 
all those variables outside the gym and then have them go on the pitch, take a fucking hit and be like, oh shit, yeah, well, we didn't train for that. So, you know, um, yeah, it is, it is just that gatekeeping thing. And like, again, I've nothing against it. Like, I, I love learning of, of things. Like, I've started, to, you know, they've gone, gone under stripes, but I think a lot kind of come out and don't actually keep, keep it up. They just think, oh, I can re- regurgitate a textbook and, 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 that, and that's it. Uh, and I know that people people won't agree with me. They'll be like, "What the fuck does this guy know? He he just you know lifts lifts weights and does crossfit. Fuck that guy." <laughs> like you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. And and yeah, and, and that's it. And it's not out of like you know any sort of like personal thing or anything like that or, or any jealousy. I'm just like I, I just find if the second that you start making things, the second you start making things inaccessible for people, or you basically make it over complicated for people, then you're it's it's it's, it's kind of lost its purpose, and, and you're just kind of sh- trying to show off in a way, you know. Yeah, hundred um, percent. That's where it is for me. So um, yeah, it wasn't anything. It wasn't anything personal that happened to me. Like it wasn't. I wasn't didn't have my lunch money stolen by an SNC coach. <laughs> I, like I, <laughs> you know? I just wanted an excuse to bring it back to that gatekeeping comment because I I did want to say <laughs> earlier how much I agreed with that comment. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just like, yeah, spot on. Uh, that's yeah. pretty much and my like, views like, as like well. I have, um, I have talked to people and, and stuff. You know, um, where, where I've had a few like not, not differences, but just been like, Jesus Christ! Like, is this what you actually? Is this how you actually talk to people on a daily basis? Uh, Why is at the same time being absolutely dog shit at what they do? You yeah. know, and I'm like, you know, it'd it be something really as up, simple you know? as a squat, and suddenly they're talking like as if they're fucking designing the Apollo spacecraft. You know, yeah, like, God's sake. Yeah, and, yeah, like hundred percent. Like, like, you know, congratulations! You've just managed to make yeah, a very simple movement very complicated and extra yeah. boring. Yeah. Thanks. It's almost know, like as you yeah. said, it's just an excuse to kind of show off biomechanically. Yeah, what we're doing here is we are. T- it's like oh fuck off, just squat. Oh, completely, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, completely. Um, but yeah, that, that it wasn't anything, anything personal. But yeah, I've come across a few. I've just been like Jesus Christ, we just take it down a notch, like you know. So to finish up this week's uh, episode, it's been it's been a really long one actually. It's been lots of uh, lots of good chatting. <laughs> What I want to know, Tristan, what, what's next for you? What can people expect to see from you? We'll have all your details in the show notes, like your Instagram stuff, so people can yeah. um, see what you're up to. But what's next for you, really, in the sort of um, foreseeable like future? Just at the minute, it's just getting back to normality, I think. Um, yeah. Kind of um, lockdown there, was, it was spent a lot just training for the Open, which was basically kind of came at the right time. I was able to just literally go balls deep into that, you know. Um, and now I'm just, I'm just trying to get back to normality. Enjoy life, to be honest, as well. Yeah, and yeah. Again, that's probably a real cliche, but... You know, me and Hannah, um, it's been quite quite strange for us because we, we moved in together during lockdown. Uh, she was living over in Lincoln working beforehand and then moved back home with lockdown, stayed home, got a new job. So two of us are just trying to just actually have that, you know, where we just get to go and enjoy life now uh, and things like that. Um, Work-wise, awesome. yeah, it is. We, we've been chatting about, you know, we're, we're, like I've even said, said the clients, like, we'll see when we get a spell of good weather, I'll be off for a couple of days because I'm just going to go sit in the pub uh, and things like that, you know. Yeah, um, I just enjoy it. I think we all should. Um, yeah. But yeah, at, at the minute, like work-wise, um, I've kind of like, not in a new gym, I've been, I was working between two gyms there for for, for the last period. That's why it was so frantic. Uh, and just sort of moved across, uh, and like they've, they, they're, they're awesome, like really look after me during lockdown. Um, and yeah, we've got loads of new programming and stuff, which is, which is what I spent lockdown doing was doing loads of programming. So we're long, lectures rolling that out, and people are sort of quite enjoying it. So it's nice that way. And then just yeah. training. It's all about a disco pump, isn't it, Tristan? Oh, 100%. Disco pumps like, you know that, oh, you know what it is. It's, I love yeah. them. They're fantastic. <laughs> yeah, see, get, check out his Instagram and have a look at these. They're um. Oh, do you know what? If you see, if you like see my shirt, my shirt is literally the embodiment of these disco pumps. It is actually, yeah, <laughs> it is. They um, are, they are fantastic. But yeah, okay, look, it, it, it's things like, like things like, like try to have a bit of fun with it as well. You know, uh, not take myself too seriously. Work right. I love my job. I'm glad I'm back doing it. Uh, and then other than that, just training. You know, um, I'm trying to. 
like I want would quite like to compete properly uh, at some point, uh, okay. which I haven't, nice. haven't been able to do. You know, I was able to do the open, couldn't do the quarterfinals there because I didn't have access to some of the equipment. So it's now just trying to kick off a few things, uh, and hopefully next year see see where I'm at. But yeah, uh, it's just just hoping now I just get a clear run at stuff without any sort of inter- or interruptions and stuff like that. And we can only hope. Yeah, I know. And do you want to like, like say just enjoy it? Like like love my job. Just feel it uh, now. A bit more security and, and stuff with things as well. Uh, and yeah. It's good, and maybe maybe buy another couple of couple of gym things if if Hannah lets me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need Squat to, racks on the table. <laughs> yeah, I need to actually get mine. It's a, it's in my it's in my rugby club. It's just been sitting in there for for months. But um, yeah, like that that's it. So like I mean, if you know if anybody does follow me, you know it'll just be me posting wads and the occasional rant and uh, you know things like that and posting pictures of the, the various amount of shoes that I buy which is becoming a fucking problem as well so um, yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need I need to stop buying shoes guys is, is my problem here I've only got one pair of feet and uh, yeah <laughs> so, so that's pretty Love much it, it like um. Uh, well, thank, thanks for joining us. It's been it's been no really worries. good, actually, a really good episode. Um, Cheers for having me on. Uh, apologies to anybody I've managed to offend or anything through that, but uh, please, please, don't we'll just add them to the, the list. <laughs> We've got well, a list. Yeah, Justin, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I think we have, to, we have to switch it to the cloud server now because it's just uh, overloading that much. <laughs> if, uh, oh. if my if my Instagram suddenly disappears, it's your guys. We know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we should yeah. really start setting out contracts. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's it so yeah so that, that that's pretty much it and uh, every so often toy with the idea of maybe playing rugby again and then go no that's a stupid idea so <laughs> that, that's it like, so, yeah. awesome anyway pleasure as always guys and yes, i'll guys, speak cheers. to you again very soon pleasure gents Adios. awesome thank you very much guys as always thanks for listening so next week is our one year's anniversary recording now we've got some new software and we've got something pretty exciting to announce with this so in this special we're going to revisit some of our best bits of the last 12 months Uh, I say best bits, but it's basically just going to be Tom being a complete and utter lunatic. But yeah, it's going to be pretty entertaining. Now, as I said, we've got this new software. So what this actually allows us to do is we can let people join as audience members. So essentially, you'll be able to watch the podcast live from behind the scenes as it sort of unfolds naturally. Um, There's even like a little chat box that we can see. So you can kind of chat with us, ask us some questions maybe. um, And we can sort of interact with you at the same time, which is pretty cool. Uh, There are only limited spaces to this, though. We can't obviously invite hundreds of people. Uh, I'm not sure the exact number but um, if you do want to join us for this anniversary special then you're going to need to be free on thursday 20th of may 2021 at 8 15 p.m british summertime i'll have this down in the show notes but yes that's um thursday the 20th at 8 15 p.m british summertime so if you want to join us live then simply give us a message on instagram or you can email the podcast directly uh, that email is also down in the show notes uh, and yeah it'd be great to take some of you along with us for what's going to be um I promise a mad couple of hours and I'm sure you'll get to experience some crazy behind the scenes stuff that will definitely not make the uh, fully released podcast. This is all free as well, by the way. So it will simply be a first come first serve of this one. Um, So we will see you next week, same time, same place for a brand new extra special episode. See you soon. (laughs) 